Hey guys, quickly before we start, uh, it looks like our illustrious recording robot has decided to fuck us. So all you're missing is me saying I've done no hobby. Spin has done hobby. I think that's why the bot's broken. Uh, he painted some tanks and shit. Uh, we're going to drop in, and Ant is telling us about his hobby progress. Uh, Ollie's on the cast. He said hello. You'll hear his voice uh, shortly. He's the one that you don't already know. Okay. Let's go! Right, so so yeah, so when it came down to my vehicles, I had a bit of a technical problem with the vehicles because I was using liquid latex to cover up the blue bits, so then I could just simply spray on white. Jobs are good, and so I spent pretty much all day Saturday last, not last this weekend, was it the weekend before, whenever it was, anyway, a couple of weekends ago. I spent all day Saturday just doing this liquid latex, leaving it dry, leave, you know, kind of building up the layers. It must have been about at least ten layers per like section and because you're painting epic it's friggin tiny so it's quite tricky to do spread it all up went to peel off the liquid latex won't come off it's basically it's it's a fucking nightmare to remove so i've got i had 10 rhinos four predators four vindicators four carrions two spartans two what are the spartans with the big fucking gun on the front of them oh um Typhon, so someone, uh, yeah, Cerberus. Whatever, whatever it is. It's a big super heavy thing that nobody likes because it's a people, it's a friend killer. Typhon. So two of, the, two of them and um, a fell blade super heavy. So because of how where I put this liquid latex, it was easier for me to reprint them than it was to strip them. So basically, well, I, just re, so I just reprinted them. Um, so easy. So, so, so I did all that. So they're kind of, the, the white's done on them. I just need to kind of work a little bit on the blue. Um, but I, because um, I got I got high blood pressure, basically um, my eyeball um, popped a blood vessel earlier in the week. So I couldn't see properly out of one eye. God. Not, so that, that knocked my painting off a little bit. So yeah, if you look Fuck. at it, half of, so half my eye's white, half my eye's red. So it's... Um, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Oh. So anyway, anyway. my paint, just... my painting slowed down because one of my eyes exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, I was trying to get into the doctors today to kind of see it, talk to them about it. And after 37 phone calls, I managed to get an appointment. He then rings me when I'm on the phone at work. I ring him back. He then rings me again when I'm on the phone from work. And then I got told my appointment's been cancelled because he's not because I can't because I'm not picking up the phone. I'm like. Anyway, enough of that shit. So yes, um, so yeah, that's all I've done. So I've done all my epic, pretty much Palmer vehicles. I might try and get some done this weekend. And um, yeah, but then printing wise, I've printed some obviously replacements for this stuff, Ross's stuff, and some more stuff for Mister Dan. So it's uh, the print has been reasonably. You let me know well when you're used. free this weekend, mate. I'll come and get it. Yeah, well the thing is, I'm going to be out and about. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to go shopping with Isla. Mm -hmm. Um, but apart from that, I'm, I'm free all weekend, but yeah, so it's um, yeah, all that stuff ready to rock and roll. So, I've even done you an extra spear, you know, like those staffs. So, oh, one yeah. of them slightly misprinted on the bottom, but you could just mm. kind of snip it off and use it for something else. Yeah, then yeah. I've reprinted it anyway, but yeah, they're, they're, all of the stuff's come out really good again. So, I'm, I'm well impressed. Oh, I've not had to do what Spin's done and kind of 
consult a personal guru. I've just kind of went onto Reddit, looked at some settings, banged it in, went, that should do. And then since then, it's just been go, go, go. It's been great. As we've said before, though, Ant, you're an orc, and all you do is mm. just believe that it will work, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did actually spend quite a while before I find correct settings for my print, but I think because I've got the upgrade done, that no one's really... I want to really use this resin on that that version of the printer. So, and it's because I had that fail. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. So ultimately, it's been it's been a, a reasonably slow month. But then, but then my stepdad bought me a new PlayStation game. So I ran because he's got a PS Five. I was around his a couple of weeks ago, and he picked up um. It's like this Ghosts of something. Or it's like a Japanese Ghost Assassin's of Tsushima. Creed. Oh fucking! It's, it's so good. So, so good. I need to play I mean, that. I was playing it on the PS5, and I'll tell you one thing: I could have just abandoned Isla happily, and just said like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it's, because it, it's the. It's I won't say much about it, but I love Japanese. I love that kind of era, just because of that. That's what I've always been into when I used to do Makendo and all that kind of stuff. And some of the bits are so crisp. So even like you know when you. When like the samurai of it, or the, like the, the you know the fighter, whatever you want to call them, kind of just flicks the front of the sword and just pops out the scarab a little bit, and it's just got little little bits like that, and he's just like, oh god, that's good. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. It's so, um, so my, my, my old my old man bought me that, so I plugged that in whenever it was, and I've been getting about four hours sleep a night so far. It's been great. So <laughs> been blasting through that. So yes, it's been a very good month so far. Nice. Fucking A. Uh, right, so uh, that's everybody, isn't it? Oh, you made sir. Oh, fuck shit the bed. Um, yes. I've, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done some shit as well. Uh, so what have I done? Um, I've painted uh, two tactical... So I've painted a shitload of Epic. I've painted a test um, Night Lord for Ollie. And uh, oh, painted a oh, you haven't none of you have seen this. I've painted Test Drukari uh, for my uh, for the um, for Age of Darkness uh, Drukari that's gonna it's gonna feature at some point in during a Phosphex party event. Um, what else have I done? I've done I am literally. Balls deep into 3D design. <laughs> Just a bit. Oh God, yeah, it, yeah, it's oh, fuck me, that it, it's good shit. <laughs> it's good <laughs> shit. Good uh, shit. It's um, Ollie and I were having this conversation uh, earlier in the week, and we we'd both had it at this point. We'd both had an epiphany about the opportunities that if you can do the 3D modeling and you can do the 3D printing, there's almost nothing you can't do. The, 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 all constraints are off. And I, I, said, I said to Ollie, I said, this is, this is what it must be like when in the old world of Warhammer and somebody goes, what this siege is all about. Oh, it's all about the power and the knowledge. I know everything. I am everything. Yeah, I, I said. I think I said this before. Is that I think once you've got your, once you're able to do like the actual modeling, the three D modeling stuff, 
you know, 3D printed New Orleans Oyster at that point. Mm. And some well, of the stuff we see is just fantastic as well. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I could do some basic shit and already. I mean, last night, Ross Ross was looking at some stuff and ogling over some chain axes. Oh, I wish I had that bit with that bit. I think it took me about, what, 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were like, hey, um, check this out. And you just posted it into the 69th. And I was like, holy shit, this is what I need. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and that that's just the most basic, the most basic 3D modeling skills. Um, oh, yeah. I, just, I just, mean, just quickly. Really have mm. I showed that axe to Lil yeah. and said that you'd you'd like made it from a couple of different files. She just pulled the face that's like just super confused as to what I meant. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, he 3D modeled it. And she she was like, oh no, I, I get it. I just don't I don't know how he's done it. And I was like, oh, voodoo magic. It's it's fucking voodoo magic, man. I <laughs> believe shit happens. Yeah. Um fuck. It's it's been a it's been a rush. It's been a proper fucking rush. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna vanish down that rabbit hole. You might have to. I might. I have to tie a rope around me. You might have to pull me out after a bit. <laughs> what, I'll do is I'll start, what I'll do is I'll start throwing random shit at you, Dan. So I'll be like, you know what I'd like? I'd like a really cool. You know, if I just mention something random, and then just see oh, to see geez. how how much I can kind of dangle the carrot and run run you into like. <laughs> I mean, it, it was when he was like, "Oh, I've got this human skull," and I was yep. like, "Tell me more." <laughs> T- tell me more about this human skull that's like a one-to-one replica. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I've got, put, I've, put horns on it. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've got the filament printer, Ross. I know, yeah. which is so bad. Because I said to Lila, I was like, I joking, and it was like, ha-ha, centerpieces for the wedding. And she just looked at me, and I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, so... um so in terms of in terms of painting though and Horus Heresy Heresy shit basically, uh, I've painted a metric fuck ton of epic. Um, I find it weirdly relaxing. You've gone mad on that, haven't you? In terms of how much you've actually done. Yeah, but uh, but it's dead straightforward though. That's the thing, and and the best of it is for me, it's reignited my passion to paint more actual word. You know, like twenty eight mil word bearers and stuff like that. So. Uh, what have I painted? I've painted two ta- full tactical detachments for the word bearers, two full tactical detachments for Death Guard. I'm redoing my Death Guard in um, Epic. And of course, painted an entire fucking Epic army for the Rossington for his birthday. Mm. <laughs> you did. Yeah. The f- so- fucking heresy squash. <laughs> 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 so we decided um, we decided we were going to do something for Ross's birthday, the three of us. Um, it's been Ant and myself, and what we're going to do. Ant printed it all. I painted it, and then we delivered it. And seeing as he had all the potato terrorism, we thought we needed some other kind of vegetable kind of assault on your psyche. So we came up with the heresy squash. Uh, if no doubt, if you've been on the Fosfex party destroy core, you'll have seen the photos of the morning. That was that was properly fucking surreal. Six o'clock in the morning, driving over to your place in Wigston sneaking through a back passage on the basis that I thought, he's a bit of an insomniac, he might be awake. <laughs> so, I get, <laughs> so I don't get fucking spotted and dropping off your your army with the heresy squash offering you out to single combat. Uh, yeah, that was good times. I enjoyed that. 
I was so confused because like Lillard found it. She'd gone out to the garage to get something and she'd found it before I I was awake. So I woke up to a message for like from a number I didn't recognize on WhatsApp. Lillard sent me a picture of the the squash. And I was just like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, and then like I read the note and I was like, mm, there's maybe two or three people that wrote that note, but I reckon it's Dan. <laughs> and then I opened it and obviously it, it was from you guys. And I was like, well, I'm going to cry at the dinner table. Good work. Solid. <laughs> so that's a, I was that's saying that I fucking life. cried at WandaVision today. So. <laughs> oh, no. I, mean, I mean, fair enough. Although it's weird, isn't it? Crying, but having a massive erection at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's self-lubing, man. Self-lubing. Yeah. <laughs> self-lubing. So there was, if you, I don't know if you've seen it on, on Facebook. It's alive with this kind of stuff. It says, who hasn't twigged that she's the younger sister of the Olsen twins? Oh, yeah, I'm aware of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, I knew that. Who, fuck, who the fuck didn't know that? Anyway, by the by. So yeah, so I've painted a metric fuckton of um, uh, epic, including Sons of Horus, Word Bearers, and Death Guard, which is almost like going back to the start of me painting Heresy, if I'm honest, if you think about it. The only thing I haven't done is Thousand Sons. Yeah. Uh, well, your your Thousand Sons were dope as well. Candy Red before Candy Red became popular. I know. I was cool before they became a commercial. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. There are occasions when I think about going to bat and doing Thousand Sons, but I think I might just per- piss off Pencil Dick, so maybe not. Oh, he's, anyway. he's doing Iron Hands now, isn't yeah, he? he's doing Hands. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's doing there. Iron Hands now. Yeah. Fuck. He's such a traitorous prick, isn't he? It's because Keith spanked him up and down the table, <laughs> so he's got to get some of that <laughs> Iron Hand goodness. It's like, there is, there is a get, we shouldn't say this out loud on the podcast, because Kurt does listen, but there isn't. But there we're isn't going it. to. Yeah, there's a, there's a game we play about red pilling him. It's like, it's, let's see if we can get him to build a unit of X by spanking him hard <laughs> with unit X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so far, it's worked. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, uh, I have also painted Ollie. Uh, so, so here's the thing. So Ollie and I have come to an arrangement. We, like I say, we're becoming a gestalt entity. So he's yep. printing shit for me. I'm painting stuff for him. So I'm painting one of his Night Lords. Are you happy with the Night Lord that I've painted, Ollie? Very happy. Very there we happy. go. Cool. I don't so, have to paint uh, it, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that in and of itself is a bonus, I suppose. Uh, so I'm going to bang up. I've got a... I thought I only had 10. It turns out he gave me 20. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be banging those out over the next week. So, uh, yeah, hopefully... I hope by end of next weekend, I should hopefully have all of Ollie's his first batch of Night Lords uh, done. So I'm quite quite excited about that because it's quite good because I get to paint them without actually having to commit to painting a you know doing the Legion myself if you see what I mean. Mm. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And I think that's pretty much my hobby. Um I the only other thing I would say is I have learnt the the lesson of anybody that ever designs an STL. So <laughs> I uh I uh, designed an STL and made an STL of a sacrificial dagger. So any of the word bearer players out there will know what a tainted blade is and uh, also know that there's no official model for it from GW or anything like that on Forge World. So I made one 
uh, stuck it in a Space Marine hand and made the mistake of posting it on a web page on a Facebook page. Uh, I my life since then has mainly been bombarded with people going, "Give me the STL, give me the STL, give me the STL." <laughs> that, that meme, isn't it? STL. <laughs> STL. Yeah, okay. I just like, oh Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, so I won't be making that mistake again. Uh, I think yeah, I'll until keep until the world reopens and we go to an event and all of our armies have like all the three D modeled stuff that you'd made, and people were like, "Well, where'd you get that?" I'm, I'm going to do like the Paul Daniels reveal and be like, "I present to you a Dan." Who's <laughs> <And, like, laughs> on the other side of the hall? hall. You'd have shouted, "I present to you." through the entire <laughs> hall i mean i i'm i'm all in favor of keeping it all all of our shit to ourselves and just having our little kind of like communist collective of this is ours if you want to join our communist um future then fine but you know you need to bid off this other capitalist bullshit <laughs> that's what i'm i'm down for that you know socialist yes. paradise man get on board uh right is that it for hobbies i think that's it for hobby chat isn't it I think it is. We've got so, we've yeah. got a brief ten second window to discuss uh, Games Workshop's releases for Horus Heresy. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Glad we did that. Moving on. Um, yeah, no, because we got what we got Mortis, didn't we? Limited edition, and we got it the Alfarius. Actual releases, yeah, that's about it, really. Recently, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the Contacar, they came out. They came out. Mm. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. Got them, haven't you, Ollie? I do. I've got two boxes of them. I need to put them together. How are they? Scary looking? boys. Sorry, what, what? Two people talking. So, uh, do you like the kits? Yeah, the kits look great. Um, I, I was... love how both me and Dan were like, mm, who's going to say what they said again? <laughs> <laughs> Turns uh, out, neither of us. <laughs> the, so, I was surprised that the kits had the power claw in. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, what? The, the special the special pokey hand. Yeah, the... the Times two AP two shred power claw. The, the what? Yeah, yeah. It's a lightning claw with AP two, but um, it is mm. it, it, it's unwieldy. It is unwieldy. Um, so uh, I wasn't expecting that to actually be in the kit because they hadn't shown that off. Um, but it's in the kit. Um, I think off the top of my head, there's three heavy flamers and two volkite cavitors in the kit. Um, so there's um alternate sergeant head as well, isn't there? Yes, yeah. There's an alternate yeah. sergeant head. Um, so I mean, th- the whole squad is nice. Um, two squads, you're probably going to hit a bit of um a few issues with variety of pose because they're all sort of standing on a rock in the same sort of pose. Yeah. But um, I can I can sort that out fix that. I guess we need to talk about um, which bits to stick on and which not bits not to stick on if I'm painting them for you, Ollie. Yeah, uh, I need to actually have a proper look at them and clean them up. So. Fair enough. Think you I'm... can do the legwork, mate. I'm yeah, painting them yeah up, that's, I fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> See, I, I actually like making stuff. I like making stuff. Yeah, I just don't like painting that much. Yeah, that, that's fine. Although we established that it's painting Space Marines you're not overly keen on, isn't it? Because your goblins yeah. are mint. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun painting Skarsnik, um, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, Space Marines are terrible to paint. I hate them." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
but yeah, overall the kit's the kit's nice. Um, fairly pricey, but I mean it's for George. So the thing is, though, from, like obviously with those Terminators that just been released from the book nine or whatever it was, where you got United Lords list, is there anything kind of missing from your from your troops and and elites and all that kind of stuff now, or, or is this missing? Length? So so ter- terror squads, terror squads have. Um, no proper kit. They've got like heads and shoulder pads, and that's about it. Um, yeah. But a terror squad is ranges from anything um, like just a regular bolt gun squad to sort of a full squad of Volkites and stuff like that. So um, a regular box of Marines is sort of their kit. Um, characters. There's quite a lot of characters that don't have models. Um, I think we got one or two new characters, and there were a couple of characters that um, haven't uh, don't have any models uh, as of yet. But other than that, um, all of the all of the main options for Night Lords have models. That's not too bad. That's quite good. That's not, that's not a bad ratio, really. No. And, and Q spin about those weapon. <laughs> Terminators, yeah. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just talking about missing models from lines. I was going to say about uh, your Iron Warriors that haven't got those Terminators. That oh no, we've got the Terminators. We had those ages. No, it's ago. the Iron Havocs. Just... Oh, it's the Iron Havocs. We haven't got. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Spin just didn't like the models, so he made his own. Oh, yeah. No surprise. There. Well, I was actually, I was in, I'd already planned to make my own, and then they released them, and I wasn't keen on the actual models, so I'm just carrying on with that one. I, th- I think, I think realistically, the Iron Havocs kind of fall into the same category as the Terror Squads. Yeah, bitch, heavy you just generic, use the, aren't they? Um, yeah, the heavy support. You just use heavy support dudes with Iron Iron Warriors mm. upgrades and heads yeah, and stuff. Um, Mark Mark Three armor would probably do it quite nicely. Mark Two, yeah. Mark Three. Well, I, I, yeah, I made mine out of the um, uh, the Iron Hands Immortals. Oh. So, um, apart from that, there's nothing else been released. Well, I was going to say, shall we briefly touch on Mortis and uh, Alpharius? Yeah, because they're the only other two physical releases for Heresy since there, we last recorded. Has there been not been any Titanicus stuff or? Uh, we oh, got, preview got a preview of yeah. the Warmaster, which we spoke about on yes. the last episode, but we haven't actually yeah. had it out. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just going to revoice my issue with limited editions because they're realistically what they actually are is collector's editions, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. should be like marketed as such. And the the, the thing I think that the the issue is is it, when you truly buy like a limited edition book it's because it's not going to get a a print run in any other format. So what they're doing is they're making collector's editions, but artificially limiting the number to the point where they're going for like 500, 600 pounds on eBay. Yeah. They'd still make their money if they made, say, double, triple the number of the collector's editions and charged like five pound more, ten like fifty quid, say for the book, people would still pay, pay that for like the leather bound with the with the like embossed thing and everything that on it. But the on the other part of my 
statement is if you're going to have a product that you know is going to sell out it within like an hour, have a website that can support that amount of traffic. Mm. So you don't end up with people that have worked hard to collect all the previous editions, have the website crash on them, and then have to go to eBay where it's, there's it's like un- 10, 15 un- copies of it. Yeah, it's unnecessarily arbitrary, that kind of shit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've, I have dealt with book, like, proper book collectors in the past because I've bought and sold books, um, like, first edition Pose, and I've, I've recently been trying to get hold of a first edition Lovecraft. Those guys, when you talk to them, because I mentioned, I was like, uh, lol this and they were like no it's not they're not limited edition they're not even like proper collector's editions they're just fancy books that have been mass marketed and everyone's been told they're they're special editions like and it still boggles my mind that a copy of solar war will sell for more than the collected editions of poe that fucks me right up and it's just because Games Workshop have decided to arbitrarily say we're only going to make 2,000 of these. And it, it, it doesn't do anything. It just creates artificial scarcity, which drives up the scalpers' prices. Yep. Whereas what they should be doing is saying we're going to make 5,000, 6,000 of these. And it's a collector's edition, so it will sit on a shelf for a while. But once 6,000 has gone, we're not going to make any more. And then you end up with a situation where you could just order one like the day after, or you could stroll into Games Workshop and pick one up off the shelf. And you just mark it up a little bit. You make it that little bit more expensive. So collectors will still get them. I'd still pay 50 quid for that book, especially when you look at like the size of Mortis and Saturnine. Yeah, they're, all, they're, they're nice books. They're, yeah, they're nice, but in my opinion, they're not. For like 600 quid nice which is what oh, they're Bob selling Bro. for on ebay which is yeah it's just mad absolutely like, mad the, the same with alfarius the, it was limited to such a point that they sold out on the day of release and then ebay already had 10 11 listings when i got up at like lunchtime yeah so oh, no, they had they had listings about 15 minutes after about quarter past 10 well yeah i mean like i it's I wasn't ridiculous. awake so but again you've got people now who are selling their collections because they can't get hold of that last book or they refuse to pay the absorbent amount of money that people are demanding for it who are reselling and occasionally you get the odd dude that's like hey i I panic bought a copy of alfarius i don't actually want it i'll sell it for retail but you have to be you know you have to be super lucky to find that guy on whatever facebook site he's selling it on and then you get some people like uh, Luke encountered. It's like, don't buy it for that. You're a crazy man. Yeah. And it, it, it just, it's breeding ill will inside of a community that doesn't need any more ill will because you already have like the, the core of people that don't want new people to play the, like the elitists. So that's not painted, right? That's not the correct mark of armor. That, 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 particular style of bolt pistol wasn't brought in until after Horace was and it's like shut up we want the hobby in the community to be inclusive and like 
I'm I'm bad for it sometimes when I see a model and I'm like, that's not correct. And then I have to remind myself that, you, well, it doesn't have to be like technically correct as long as it's, you know, the right color. And because that person might not be able to afford the resin kits or whatever, but I'm deviating from my point. My point is the longer they stick to this like artificial scarcity, the worse it's going to get, the more scalpers are going to come in and be like, Oh, I saw that book. The previous one to that book go for 400 quid. So I'm going to buy two of these. And like they're, they'll use bots and things or they'll get their mates to do it. And I just feel bad. Cause I, I deliberately decided not to start the collection and I feel bad for anyone that has all the books and then feels they have to shell out on eBay to get the next one in the collection. Cause they don't want to sell them, but they don't want an, an uh, incomplete collection. It, it just... and, and there's been so many people that have just gone, Oh, I couldn't get the Mortis. So I'm selling the rest of them. Yeah. It's just mad. The thing is, GW will never actually change it because they right. know it sells. Like, oh, they don't the, care. The, the, they get their the, sale, the, don't they, really? Yeah, exactly. The, the fact that it all sells out within an hour, like sometimes a lot quicker, like some of them have sold out within like 15 minutes. Um, it's just bonkers that they could make more and make more money. Yeah. Because the beauty of print runs is the more you do, the cheaper they get. And it's it's not even like their issue is oh um, like our printer can't handle it because they're printed in China because they moved all of their print work to China. So I I genuinely, other than someone is too stubborn to say, oh we need to increase the book limit, or there's some like stupid accounting reason that they're like oh we can guarantee like a six hundred percent like profit and it's just like. For once, do something to like maintain the goodwill that you've built up with the people you're selling stuff to. I get. Gu- I guarantee it's most likely to do with budgets. They've got like a budget assigned to each book that has got a limited edition, and they can get X amount for the budget, and then they're not they're not going to increase the budget. Oh uh, yeah, I know, but it, it's one of it's that it, that is what is the thing that's most pissing me off, I can do without not seeing models. I can do without not being told what's coming next or having any previews because, you know, how long was the community left in the cold previously? Like, we got on with our own shit, and as much as I disagree with things like the Mournival rule set, like, they're there for a reason because they're catering to what the community wants. And then... The, the company that are supposedly like, hey, we're your mate. We're on like social media telling you that your models are great and like we really want to open two-way dialogue and we're doing Twitch and we're real good are just being so shit on this particular issue that there's a massive outcry about and they're just ignoring it. I mean, the, the, the fact that they released two on the same day, I mean, I know they announced that they're having to change the release schedule at the moment because of blah, 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 whatever reason. But to release... Two heresy-related, what well, in what their words are limited editions on the same day, was just never going to work out well. Never but I think work they out were well. expecting the Gate of Bones to be just as popular, yeah. Which is their like Age of Fire book, which came out in the next window. Yeah, I don't know. For, for me, for me personally, with this whole limited edition thing, um, yeah, they look nice. 
but I'm not bothered by them. And for me, if someone, you know, like say, for example, if I saw Spencer's collection or whoever, they went, oh, yeah, you know, I've got all these books. I went, oh, lovely. I'm going to put the kettle on. And, you know, and it, that's my kind of mindset. I'd rather, I'd rather look at a nicely painted army rather than nice books. But when that, I've got a different, you know, I'm very, very different to you guys with regards to that. I don't, I don't see books as being value unless it's like electric blue or something like that. But, <laughs> but, you, but, but the thing is, they, make, go on. they could easily do what they've done with things like Gaunt's Ghosts and Eisenhorn and Ravner, where they've retroactively released yeah, yeah, yeah. the special editions. Yeah, because so that, part that, of what's driving the sales is the fact that they can get them early. So people that want to, that, that are desperate to read it before anyone else, so they can go on Facebook and spoiler it because they're pricks looking at you, AT, 28, fucking 18. Um, <laughs> like, they've created this environment where the must-have item is being sold to, like, the least amount of people. And then when people sell it and resell it for absorbent amounts, it, they're like, oh, well, nothing we can do about it, really. And it's like, print more. Print more and get more of your community, more of your like player base and more of the community that are built around it having feel-goods about Games Workshop. Because I know there are people that have completely sold like all of their Black Library collections and aren't buying any more books because of what's gone on with the limited editions. And like, yeah, it's a drop in the ocean, but you know, these people, you know, for example, if it was me, I, you know, I'd be on Facebook like that shit. This is bullshit. I'm on my podcast saying that's bullshit. I mean, I'm doing it right now, but all they need to do is either be like, once the series finished, we're going to re like do a diff- different version, like a collector's version, or we're going to retroactively release more of the limited editions further down the line and that resale pressure's off and you're not having people having to spend hundreds of pounds to get that book for their collection that's that's what pisses me off is people that feel like they have to spend that money yeah um it just doesn't feel fair do you know what i mean it, where it itself could... drives up the prices that the scalpers go for because they're relying yeah, on those instantly, people to if games workshop them to said, find them we're gonna re- we're gonna do a, a, a new like a new batch of limited editions and it doesn't reduce like the worth of your limited edition, it's it's going to be slightly different. It's going to have a slightly different like cover or something. The resale value will like plummet because if you don't get the like, you know the the in air quotes the first limited edition, you can get the second print limited edition. I remember how you used to get the heresy books that had gold, silver, and like bronze, yeah. something like that. Just you know, I, I don't know. I don't really have an answer to it, but it's. Is like damaging the the player base for it to carry on. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the things you said where uh, people can get it early, the fact that you can buy it early and make a profit by reading the book and then selling it. Yeah, and I've seen that. I've seen that a lot where people have literally bought the book and sold it after they've read it and then made like between I don't know. A hundred percent and five hundred percent profit, and they've literally like, just done it to a read the book early and b make a massive profit. The the Solar War resale prices boggle my mind. Like I I genuinely can't believe that 
a, a space soldier book. Let's face it, it's a space soldier book. tie-in fiction to a to a fucking tabletop game is selling for like six hundred quid on eBay. What? It's bonkers. Yep, it's mad. Hundred. With, yeah. with, with eBay, the thing, the, the worst thing about eBay is as soon as people look at the sold stuff, they're like, "Cool, that's what it sells for." Yeah. And yeah. like something like uh, Solar War, you may only have like one person who's going to pay that amount of money, but as soon as somebody does it and somebody sees that it's sold for that, they'll set it at that level, and then everyone mm-hmm. has to pay that. It's mad. It's, it's just the way that's eBay works. Crazy. It's, it's terrible. Crazy. Well, I suppose in a way, that's where, you know, if you're a reasonably human being, are you like this lot? It's like, are you going to pay for that? Nah, I'll I'll pass thanks, and you know you just move on, don't you? But there you go. Anyway, shall we crack on with the rest of yeah. this podcast, mate? So uh, that was new releases or the lack of, and ironically, we've also had a bit of a, <laughs> of a weekend, haven't we? So yeah. Oh, we don't add one for. Well, they didn't do one last year either, did they? No. Uh, I mean, part of that is kind of the plague. No, yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting them to put on a convention so the rat lickers can go and get, give each other COVID. I don't think they but, did one in 2019, did they? Uh, I think uh, we went to it. I remember there being an announcement where people were waiting for the announcement for the next one, and then they just go, we're not doing one this year. Uh, that would have been in February, which was obviously before kind of like the pandemic was getting bad over here. But it was 2018, uh, yeah. the one we went to then. I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm about to go. And I'm, I'm going to look it up while you guys carry on talking. Fair. No, no. I was just going to say, but ultimately, I think where you know Dan's kind of hit it definitely on the head with the glass of this, where you know we've obviously the old uh, Corona Jesus type scenario going on that we are in very weird, weird and wonderful times. But then you're still having kind of 40k Age of Sigmar, the cursed city or whatever it's going to be called type previews, but the Forge World 30k kind of thing. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's dead, but it's very, very quiet. Very yeah, quiet. I mean, you look at other industries that normally have, like, I mean, for fuck's sake, political parties had online, um, oh, they, like, they're kind of, their meet, like, their the meet, like, AGMs. Yeah, they had online AGMs. Other companies have done digital expos. Yeah. Games Workshop have been fucking all over Twitch with um, Age of Sigmar, like you say, 40k. But other than that, other than the um, the Warlord for AT, we've heard nothing since like since um, Angelus dropped. Not Angelus yeah. Crusade, sorry. Um, other than like the the news of Anuj leaving to join the Total War team. The thing is, though, it was interesting because right at the beginning of like lockdown mark one, which would have literally been about a year ago now, to a year, that's when you had the road to the Dark Angels thing. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. yeah, the road to us, yeah. And, and you know, and that was looking, you know, and everyone was like, oh, this is quite nice, it's a bit different, you know, like weekly updates, you know. And then when they kind of did the Night Lord vehicles, which is just vehicles painted in Night Lord colors, it was a bit like, mm, okay, then, so this is getting a bit kind of. See, the thing is, though, that, that was their first, that was the first one they'd done after everyone went for, to work for home. Yeah. 
So I can understand them being like, you know, you there, internet man, put this together, just use these pictures because we, you know, we're panicking and we can't, we, no one like project manages us. So we don't know what we're doing. I can it's forgive like them that. Say, we, we do call our web team at the unit where I work, um, the web team man. I mean, what, what got me was recently some of the Forge World stuff is, is going out of stock because they've said from the beginning, they were super clear about it. They cannot operate at like full production and socially distance. It is so a bit that, fucked up that they can't keep up with production. I, I appreciate that there's limitations they can't, but it's like fucking hell. It's it, how much sales are you losing? Yeah, that that you would think they would do something about it, but they've not. No, I, yeah. Heresy stuff went out of stock. People panicked. Idiots went on Facebook and were like, "Oh, the world, the sky's falling." Rah. The people who run the Middle Earth, like. Um, fucking Twitter account were like, don't worry, it's it's because of these various reasons, and it was basically like production. They are going to come back into stock. Don't you know? It's not a massive issue. Fucking tumbleweeds from Tony Cottrell and the fucking Heresy team. Absolutely nothing. And yet again, it's prominent members of the community that are having to say, hey. Like chill, it's more than likely going to come back into stock. Like, Games Workshop are going to send you a boilerplate email where they're like, "We don't know because I'm just a I'm just a fucking customer service dude and I don't get told anything." And yet, and then there's two or three posts about a Charybdis or whatever it was being out of stock and how the game's dead and. Oh, if I can't get a Charybdis, I'm going to sell my army. It's like, cool, um, how much? If it's going cheap, just let me know. But yeah. This is, where, this is where I need to put some of my stuff on eBay for a piss take, just to see how much I can get for it, and then buy it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> the you thing is, though, I, I, I ain't going to get any games in at the minute, am I? So I'm like, yeah, I've got, a, no. I've got, I've got, I've got two Charybdis and two... Um... Anvilus. There we are. Yep. You know, I've got a couple of those. That'll pay my mortgage for a month. No worries. It's a good one. But this is it. It doesn't, they don't have to give us an online expo. They don't have to give us the Horace Heresy Weekender experience on Twitch. They just have to talk to us a little bit more. They don't, they don't have to like give us the ins and outs of their casting process or like invite us into the studio. But, you know, it's nice to watch the Twitch thing. And as much as I dislike one of the presenters, like they banter, they talk about the miniatures, they talk about their hobby. They're real people. Yeah. Like ever since Anuj, well, I mean, Anuj kind of talked to the community, but like it was never official. It was always just him on Facebook shooting the shit. The heresy team's just like a faceless entity to me. Like, they don't have a point of contact where they can be like, hey, who likes Space Wolves? Or, you know, even if it's just generic bullshit like that. Um, well, I think they rely on, they try and rely on the Facebook groups. And like, it's quite clear that the Facebook, people who run the Facebook groups can't answer anything. They, you know, they're literally there to 
post whatever they get given. But also, why would that, you listen? That's it. Why would why would fucking Joe Bloggs, the war gamer, listen to like Lexhead or me or Anvil's Jack? We we're not like we don't have any official titles. We're just dudes that kind of know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Leaving it to essentially fan sites to disseminate information is just really poor communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they could easily do just for, just a Saturday on uh, Twitch or even a Sunday if they don't want to give Saturday over to it and just give us like the bare, the bare bones of a, a seminar about book 10. How be nice. It, I mean, make it a ticketed year. event. I'd pay for it. Like you say, at this at this point of the year, you know, it's when we would be, you know, February is kind of when we, you know, okay, last year we didn't get the weekender, but that's when they started talking about like the the road to Thramas and all that sort of crap. And we at the moment we've heard, I mean, okay, yeah, it's been an unusual year, but we've heard nothing about the next book other than what we garnered from what the two thousand. It was the two thousand nineteen was the last one that we went to. Um, mm. the 2019 show about the next book. Um, and that's that's about it, really. We've heard nothing else. The thing and... is, we keep saying it's been an unusual year, but if Blizzard can put an update out for WoW, yeah. working from home, and well, if that, other that... companies that are of a comparable size to Games Workshop can still do what they're doing and talk to their customer base... Although was it was it Metallica that that they had at BlizzCon yes. and they got blanked by Twitch? <laughs> yeah, because Twitch didn't want to get so DMCA good. striked. It was so good. Mm. What, sorry, what was that? <laughs> so the, if you play music on a streaming service that you don't have, like the um, the streaming rights, like um, yeah. you don't have a broadcast license for. Yeah. There's something called a digital millennium copyright. Right, okay. And um like basically it, if you get a DMCA strike, it's real hard to get it removed. And if you get three, I think it's if you get three or two, you get removed from the platform. So right. the fact that Twitch had to mute their own channel, which is broadcasting the Metallica gig from BlizzCon, so they didn't have to ban themselves is real <laughs> funny. It's the reason why we can't use Andrew WK anymore, because I we you know, we cannot afford a broadcast license because we're currently a like a free to consume podcast. Ah, right, okay. Where's okay? That's fair enough. Right, I'm going to be controversial on this one. Obviously, just going back to this, you know, what's going on? Quality seats, huh? Quality seats, people. Right. Remember about six months ago when they were advertising for 3D designers and increasing the manpower within the Heresy team, if you like. Was yeah. it for the Heresy team? Yeah. It was like, basically, they, do, was, yeah. they were looking yeah, they were looking for 3D designers, casters, all the you know, I mean, basically, they were looking to increase the manpower. I think towards the end of summer, that's when you'll start seeing the benefit of all, all the extra manpower. I mean that, that's, that's right. great. Like I, an uptick I, in production. I think, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna I think it's gonna You reckon we're gonna be like four to four months behind of where we'd expect to be this at the moment. Yeah. 
just a, at a basic HR point of view, that's not an unreasonable expectation. Yeah. Because you know, yeah, I mean, that, that... gone. Sorry. But, you know, for for me, for me, I think that's what's going to be the case. Because, say, for example, you know, first lockdown. You know, I won't go into obviously all the political mumbo jumbo. What I think about lockdowns, etc., and how it's all kind of been really well <clears throat> handled. Um, <laughs> but 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 um, but in but in general, I think if it wasn't for the the wob, you know, like kind of oh fuck, it's not work. Let's quickly lock down again because you know we're we're in the shit again. It, I think we would have been. I think we we're at least two or three months behind where we should be, like with regards to everything. If you look at you know, so and I don't think also Brexit's probably helping either. Because of because the accounts departments had to kind of sit there and go right, what do we need to do to export and da da da. So there's going to be pulling resources from what they should be focusing on to try and get other bits and bobs sorted out. But I reckon towards the end of the summer, you know, June, July-ish, that's when we'll start seeing stuff rolling again, and that's when we'll, you know, and realistically, that's when we're going to start seeing funky more, some more sexy shit. Like like I was saying, that that's great. If if there is an uptick and things take off, fantastic. But we know that they've got a community team because they're all over all the other games. Yeah, yeah. All they would need to do is like a monthly give us give us one day in one week every month where it's like here is something random about the heresy. It doesn't have to be about te- book ten. It, you know, it could just be an interview with I don't model designer, anything, just to let the community know that the heresy stuff is still important. Because once again, that that feeling and that that kind of complaint from certain parts of the community is coming back out that heresy, no one cares about it. It doesn't, you know, it is dead. It hasn't got a, like a a starter set. They don't care. Mm. Um, and now, ever since they announced the old world game of course like the doomsayers are like oh well once the old world comes out that's it they're going to pull all the support for heresy and you um, know um, yeah and this is it i don't know you see it's kind of like how long is a piece of string scenario isn't it but you know let's see uh let's see what goes on with this one but there you go righty yo so next it's 3D printing and all that kind of jazz. Kind of Actually, sorry, before we move on, on. I, I, if I missed this being mentioned, I don't know, but obviously I think it was in the um, the Heresy group mm. uh, like on Facebook. Someone, I can't remember who it was, that posted it now, apologies, um, posted about the idea of trying to do some sort of like alternative to, to the original uh, yeah, weekend. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, and that's picked up quite a lot of traction, but it's obviously, you know, can't be done at the moment but it was like you know just something really you know uh, and what i what i likened it to or at least an idea of what i would like it to be is um a bit like the what was it called the was it steam con um smog con smog con you know something like that I'd make, you know it'd be nice to have a con of some sort where it's a bit more relaxed it's not like a tournament or a, you know event you know just one thing it's like here's a bunch of events go to sign up to whichever one you want to do over the weekend here's some small like kill team events here's some epic events here's some battlefleet heresy events here's some like proper tournament here's a 
you know, a narrative event that's going on, or here's a massive big game. And in the corner over there, you've got like the 28 mil Adeptus Titanicus game going on. And it's just, you know, just like bring all together, all that sort of stuff as a gaming, you know, weekend, uh, where you just kind of like rock up to a hotel, booking for the weekend, have a few drinks with your mates, play 24 hour gaming. Mm. And, you know, I'm game for that. Yeah. Sorry? So where do I sign up? Because I'm game for that. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it was uh, that's pretty pretty much what my comment was to the to the you know the post on Facebook, and obviously the response was that'd be a great thing to to get to, but obviously we need, you know you need to kind of start small, but yeah, I mean, it, obviously it's just awkward at the moment, but yeah, I'd I'd love something like that, you know, just something where you go to you know the NEC, fairly centrally located in the country. You you got the hotel. That was the great thing I liked about it. You got that. You, you basically it's got the conference rooms, big big you know open areas. You can you know go you know book a hotel room, wander down with your stuff, right? Uh, you know, and then over the weekend you can start to various different little events or you know do like the big events. And you know, I think one of them was where you basically like you, you've got like heats where you kind of play throughout the weekend uh, to get up to like the main event uh, if you like really to your competitive side or. You know, and if you basically go out in the early rounds of a lot of competitive stuff, you go, great, I've got a whole bunch of other kind of more relaxed games I can go and play. Um, or you could just sit around with your mates, chilling, having a laugh and drinking. Or, you know, or, or in our case, Ross, uh, I, I bring in new trousers for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what happened. Oh, the button came <laughs> off, didn't it? Yeah, you were just like, dude, help, I need trousers. <laughs> Yeah, and then Kurt nearly fell off his chair when I dropped Trow in the middle of the convention hall <laughs> to put this fucking pair of joggers on. Well, I love that. Um, you know, like you know, that particular weekend, obviously, you know, there was there was a time where you know uh, me and a couple of guys were just playing like a random card game you know, because we had a bit of spare time, and uh, and then there was like, oh, I'll go, I'll go and check out the the X Wing tournament, or uh, you know, I'll go over here and check out uh, this random game that's playing, and then we did a, like a random podcast recording. And you know you can you can have all that you can have all the podcast guys there from the different different shows that we have got doing you know recordings going around and oh you know, Christ that'd be a shit show oh yeah but that's kind of the point <laughs> it's just becomes a little bit of chaos bit of organised chaos basically but it's all like heresy stuff but then you know if you think about it you could get, you could take your your Battlefleet heresy your Epic thirty k your Adeptus Titanicus your twenty eight your Age Darkness and over that weekend you go right what do I fancy playing today. You know what? You know, I fancy a bit of epic today, or oh, you you know, you can have a big, long, you know, connected weekend of like uh, campaigns and stuff like that. You know, it's just it's, if you've got enough people and you you know, obviously, you know, they can afford the uh, the venues, which is obviously where in you can organise it. It'd be fantastic, uh, and I think it'd be great fun. Well, you're, yeah. there are in, there are inherent issues on organising stuff on that scale. Oh yeah, um, of course. I've never done it, so I don't know like, what, what would be involved, but it's just the idea, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, I mean, the, the main problem is you you need people to look after everything that's going on. So it, it's great that I think it was Mike Fellhanded that came up with the idea. Oh, was that it? Yeah, on the, yeah. Uh, on the, yeah, the post, yeah. But unless you've got a support structure in place of people that are willing to give up their weekend to that's, make sure yeah. everything runs... Um, and like, yeah, it's something that, you know, the, uh, events organizers could get together and do it. Um, I think there might be demand for it, but again, it's like, 
it, at the minute it falls into that like wish listing. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it, it, it's a cool idea, but I'm I'm fully aware that it's currently unrealistic uh, purely because of the the logistics of it. And like you say, unfortunately, you know you need a lot of people that are involved in the community to give up their weekend to run it. But these are like there's a lot of those people that would want to be taking part in it, you know, if you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shitting on the idea. I like the idea. I'd attend. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Like I'd go as far as to say that I think we would probably run something for them, um, given the chance. But having been on the, uh, like the not the non-player side of a big event like that. There's so much shit that I don't think can be really looked at until everything's more back to normal. Because if you contact, like... So, like, we've had to move our wedding, which we didn't want to do. Because, yeah, the government say everyone's going to be had their first vaccine by the end of the year. Well, that, that's that's great. But I don't want to put on my wedding invites, hey... Uh, come with proof of your second vaccine or you you know you're not getting in which is something that events organize have to look at as well so you contact say the hilton and they're like i want to book these dates in uh 2022 the hilton are going to immediately take your money because they want the money mm. and then 2022 rolls around not everyone's vaccinated and you have to you have to then put that in place and say don't come if you aren't you know vaccinated which causes issues um but yeah i mean further down the line i'm i'm hella involved like it's a, it's a great I mean, idea you know, one of the, the ways you could probably figure out the logistics is that you have like a group that organize you know, that runs a day so, for example so you know you know a set group of people they run one day and then the next the rest of the time they can play and you know you kind of rotor it out like that um but you know, you know, that's just logistics, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's just a, just an idea, really. But awesome, man! Fucking the Heresy Boys are rowdy. <laughs> like one, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things you had to do when you were a press ganger at events was like you you were kind of like unpaid security for the venue. You had to make sure that <laughs> no one was doing like dumb shit. And I can a hundred percent see like the Heresy lot doing dumb shit because we do do dumb shit. Do you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem I have with it is, like, it's a great idea, but I think because the demand is so high for something like that, people are like, cool, when are we doing it? Are we doing it now? Are we doing it? Yeah. Are we doing it now? And it, it's like, uh, as much as I love Ellis, man, when he posted that, hey, the government are saying we can play games again soon, I was like, bro, I will drive to Cardiff and slap you. Calm down. <laughs> And like Ellis, Ellis is a fucking G. He's a friend of the podcast, man. He's yeah, been with us it, since it, the beginning. He's just thirsty, but that's all. You hearing me, Ellis? You thirsty ass? Fucking chill, bro. <laughs> thirsty heresy ass. Me and Come him and are going to get up in our... your fucking ready arm. We're going to get our mechanic on. I'm going to fuck some bitches up. <laughs> man, I saw that meme you did. The fucking predator handshake meme. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Right, I'm going to shut up oh, moaning, yeah. and you guys are going to talk about 3D while I sit here and, and like stare lovingly at my 
chain axe. I was gonna say there's like of of the five of us on tonight, there's there's only you that's not got anything related to the three D side of things other than the stuff that right. uh, I it's been printed I for you. Said to Lil yesterday, I was like, um in fact it was when we were doing hobby chat yesterday I mentioned buying a printer because we've moved the wedding back and I can afford to pay for it. And she looked at me over the top of her laptop. And I was like, yeah, how much was Aunt Satin? Like 500 quid? And she was just like staring at me. And I could only see her eyes. So I couldn't see what like her expression was. And then uh, like I muted to turn to speak to her. And she was like, yeah, yeah, you fucking going to spend that money? Are you? Are you? Is that really going to happen? I was like, I've got yeah. a credit card. And she just stared at me. And I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> you don't have to get the Saturn. You can't, there are live, cheaper options to get you into it. dangerously, man. Live dangerously. Do it. She would, I would literally cease to exist. I've got a spare room. Do it. It's not a case of like being kicked out and I'd just not be here. Like the garden would be real nice. Like the grass would be super green. But... Do you want, I've, I've got a, I've got a, um, like a stab proof vest if you want to borrow it. Yeah, but Lily has like Scarlet Witch level powers. So she's just <laughs> hey, fucking the other night. So Poison, I want to say like Monday or Tuesday night. She was just falling asleep. And me being Uh-oh. the troll I am, I was like, hey, you know ducks quacks don't echo? <laughs> uh, and like half asleep, she was like, oh, that's a really weird fact. Why don't they echo? And I was like, because you don't really find ducks in caves. And she got real mad. Like she punched me. She hit me with a fucking <laughs> pillow. She then demanded that I Google um, do oh. ducks live in caves and fuck me dead there is ducks in Italy that live in caves, and I am so mad about it. <laughs> I am, I am, so now, every so often, I just send her a picture of a cave duck. Um, so yeah, this, this is, this is, lockdown has got to the point where I'm trolling my fiancé with ducks that live in caves. Which, in turn, is you risking your life. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. We've all got to have a sport, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to live dangerously somehow. My other favourite thing to do is tell her that she's got too much yarn. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man. <laughs> oh, my Jesus word. fuck. I mean... She legitimately has more yarn than I have miniatures, man. It's, yeah, it's... but, but Mrs., Mrs. P doesn't knit, and I know that if she did, I wouldn't question the amount of yarn in her life. No, fucking hell, man. <laughs> Right. You know what? T- towards the end of the podcast, we'll 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 come full circle, and I'll talk more about uh, the yarn. But let's do three D printing. Yes, which is like hobby yarn, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, depending Just... on which printer you use. Really yeah. hot plastic yarn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it's hot! Oh, so hot! See, so hot um... right now. So hot right now. I'm now hot little potato. <laughs> I've seen a Hansel. He's so hot right now. <laughs> oh no. Oh Jesus. I don't know why I get that reference. Really? Yeah, remember he thought it was a different film. Didn't realise it was he thought it was the same as Dodgeball. Yeah, I see, I see. Oh Alan. Oh yeah. But Alan's a Yeah, Alan. Oh sorry, Alistair, yeah. He's fucking Venusian, so you know. Fucking hell. So, um, Let's just think about it. So we've talked about this before on several occasions about how 3D printing is an 
is an existential threat for companies like GW, uh, or at least an existential threat in terms of their current business model. And if they don't change, the implications are huge and significant uh, over a long, over a, oh, actually a relatively short space of time. I think there's an argument whether you could say whether it's going to happen over in months or years, but uh, I. I I think there's been a really interesting dynamic amongst our local group in terms of how we think about things. And we've gone from who sells that model to is there an STL for that? And I think that's a really interesting change in perception about how we think about what we want model-wise and how we get hold of it. Don't know what anybody else's take on that is. Yeah, we like you say we've discussed this many times, haven't we, on our local like hobby chats and stuff like that. And it is, it, I am very curious to see like how you know Games Workshop as a company will respond to this. You know, you know this three D printing world that's coming out, where you know it, it's inevitable. You know, it's just a thing now. Is you know three D printers are getting so cheap for what for what you can do with them. You know, entry level. You're talking what? $100. In with, I mean, yeah, to, for a printer, but then, you know, yeah. with the, I'm talking about with, the, with everything it might need to get you going, you know, you've got a couple hundred quid, you know, which is, you know, you're less than an army in terms of Games Workshop, much less than, you know, potentially much less than an army. And you can print anything pretty much these days. You What you're restricted for when you're starting is you're restricted to what files you've got access to. But as we're finding, you know, monthly, you get new patrons coming out you know new 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 people that are just creating free files that you can download and and as danny's now finding out you know if you go that if you start getting into it further and you start learning how to model the stuff you know in 3d you know then it's just like you the world's your oyster once you get to that skill level that you can start sculpting stuff in uh in 3d and i've seen people sculpting stuff the 3d printing in vr now which is just like yeah. holy crap that's amazing like the future is here it, you know for, on that side of things it's absolutely mental but i'm kind of diverting way beyond the conversation at the moment so sorry carry on. it's like i i don't think games Workshop will address it until it's far too late yeah they'll they'll do the same already, as i think already is. they'll do the same as what they've done with like third party so they'll they'll ban it from their events and they'll make it um, they'll fuel this whole stupid fast, like fixation with oh it has to be has to be from Games Workshop. I don't want third party pieces. Uh, it has to be from Games Workshop, and I just I don't I don't get it. They know they must know because it you know it's it's a thing. People are doing it. People are making the Space Marine pieces they that they would want Games Workshop to make. Um I like Pop Goes the Monkey as much as I dislike the way he does business is evidence of this. Like he was probably one of the first to make like Legion specific boarding shields and things like that. Mm. And as instead point, of as a, point, as a point to him, he does STLs now. Oh, does he do yeah, STLs now? He does oh, really? STLs. Yeah, he hasn't got any choice because his business model is fucked. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. 
I mean, I'm actually quite interested to see how Shapeways will change because they kind of were the early kind of got on board, let's make cash out of this new thing. And now that, you know, printers themselves are becoming more and more, and, and as you've pointed out earlier, Dan, it, it, the response isn't, where can I get that from? It's, I've got the STL so I can print that. To the point where I think you mentioned yesterday, Ollie, about, you know, someone posted a picture of a model on uh, one of the 3D printing groups saying, has anyone got the STL for this? It's like, no, that's yeah. just a model you have to buy from this company yeah, oh, the Necron Grievous. Yeah. yeah the Necron Grievous from War Games exclusive but the point is is that that's what starts it off but at some point someone out there is probably going oh, I reckon I could do that in 3D turn it into an SCL so the, way, the way I see it Shapeways will always be a thing um, because they have the they, they have the market of everyone who doesn't know somebody with a printer can then get their stuff printed. I think the only thing that will change is their prices. I think will have to change yeah. because they're ridiculously expensive for getting mm. stuff printed. Like, um, what was it? I, I was looking at chain glaives ages ago, and they were sort of twenty-eight quid for ten. Oh, Oof. I was looking at one of the um, uh, uh, Gloriana class ships by you know, a really nice. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you, 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 that's the trouble is, like, you can get it cheap. But I know in my head that if I go for the cheap option, I'm probably going to get some trash. And yeah. it's not cheap yeah. trash, it's just cheap for Shapeways. So yeah. when you look at, like, the best quality resin or whatever it is to call it, it was, like, like £250 for a Battlefleet Gothic scale ship. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not doing I'm not. And I just basically went, you know what, it's, I'm not bothered by Shapeways. It's the um, jump packs for, like, a tenner. Yeah, because like Shapeways do the thing where it's you have one, I think five and ten, and one is like a tenner, five is like thirty quid, and ten is like eighty, and it's jump packed. It's just jump packed. Yeah. Now, at some point, somebody will will pay that because they don't have access to somebody with a printer, they don't know where to find the files. But as it gets more prevalent, um. Like in our group, um, I started I started printing stuff, and then Ant got a printer, and then Gazza's had my old one, and you've got yours working as well. So we we're quite flush with printers in our group. <laughs> we are rich <laughs> with printing. Um, yeah, but this, this, is, this point... is what I meant by Games Workshop will not address until it's too late. We no, 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 and it already is. It's it, it, I, I for think us. It's... It is, but like Ollie's point was, like other people still have to rely on yeah shapeways, which is too expensive. So they they will like stick to what they can get. Yeah, and what I was saying about Pop Goes the Monkey was like they had that whole um, Games Workshop came for them and were like, look, get rid of all this stuff, or it, it's time to go to court. What they should have done, which is the smart thing, is it's fucking. Brilliant. On the one hand, he's not going to be... He, he's going to turn that down because yeah, exactly. he's going to make more can... money on his own. But they can say to him, look, um, either take all this stuff down and lose all that product and time or sign this deal with us and we take a percentage and you get to carry on having your full catalogue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fucking snipe. It's gutter snipe business because it's forcing someone into it. But it's... If you're not going to do it yourself, if you're not going to make what people want, don't 
don't remove that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, yeah, I understand it's their IP and of course they're going to remove it and of course they're going to crack down on anyone that's making it, but... Uh, this is going back to on what Dan said previous on I'm pretty sure he said this on yeah, the like previous the, the, episode. The tipping that... point's coming where they're not going to be able to take all the files. Like, because obviously we've got files in our stash that have been removed because they're you know, they're 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 too close to the real thing. But the there will come a point where Games Workshop have to realise they either need to join the market and be competitive in the same way that the likes of Anvil and Colts and um uh, who's the guy we're getting the AT terrain off? Grimdark. Grimdark. Very nice. Like they have to join the market at some point, and they have to do something. And the only thing I think they could do that would give them part of the market is a monthly subscription service. Yeah. Because yep. they, if they're selling one-off STLs, some one person's going to buy them. One absolute fucking pirate lord will buy them and put them up for everyone else. At least if you're this is what Patreon, they're afraid of. This is exactly get... what they're afraid of. And this is going back on what I was about to say about Dan said this before about how Games Workshop got this idea that they have to be in control of every aspect of their empire right down, you know, right down to the little minutest detail. And it's that one fact, that one fact that if they give out a file, even if someone pays for it, that all of a sudden it's just going to be everywhere and they can't control that. They literally but it's can't the same control it. Printed media. Like they publish a book. A month later, it's on fucking yeah. Russian Telegram. As oh, yeah, PDF. exactly. They can't stop it. They and can it, guarantee at least some profit by doing a monthly subscription service and being like, cool, here's our our version of Games Workshop Patreon, where yeah. you pay a monthly subscription and you get this file this month or these files or, like, the back catalogue. And, yeah, someone is going to be a fucking pirate lord and put them on the internet. But they're still making money off all the Games Workshop, like, hardcore fans that are like, yes, I'm going to pay for this subscription service. And you know I, I, think I would genuinely it? think they'd make more money that way than they'd lose. I think the way they would do it, and because, I, you know, obviously, I mean, uh, Ollie can give us some more insight because I think he's involved in more of the Patreons. Uh, quite a few of the Patreons these days, they you, you pay the monthly subscription and you get essentially early access to files. And then eventually they kind of migrate onto the the more generic um, websites. You know, some yeah. of them you can still purchase. Some of them are just free to download at that point. Might be six months later. I, I would say if it was Games Workshop looking at it, they go, "Here's our monthly subscription. This month you get this. You only get it for this month. You'll delete it after this point, and that, that's it." That, that's that's how all the Patreons work. You you pay for like February's releases. You get all the files. Um, and you, a lot of them now are, are moving to sort of websites where you'll have um, all the things you've bought from them. Uh, oh, what I meant was when I say they migrate, as in like, uh, for example, I oh yeah, yeah, them, they, they'll go to they, like they, my mini factory or something like that, and they'll be readily available to everyone who's like non-Patreon. You might have to pay for yeah. it individually, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So that that that's how that's how they that's how they actually work. So yeah. they go. Um, you, you'll get all the stuff for February, and then um, if you wanted January stuff but only found things in February, um, mo- most of the time stuff will go over to onto like my mini factory or uh, CG Trader or something like that, and they'll be they'll be way more expensive than they would have been if you'd been able to get them at the time. So yeah. like most of them are like ten. The, the Patreon is like that's... ten pounds. 
but then I like think that's the individual files are like out. I think they might make it like a limited edition thing. So each month is like you get it for this month and then that's it. There's going to be no opportunity beyond that. Because I think that's how their mind would work. They think they're going to get some sort of like exclusivity out of it to make, I to think, make people want to go in, but it's not going to work that way. Yeah, because what will happen think, is that people problem, will just go in, download stuff, and that's it. It will just go out. I think the problem is that people will share it. Yeah, and it's like, people, pe- people will share stuff. Um, so if GW did it themselves, um, first weekend, like you'd get, you'd always get the people who bought the files themselves. You, they'd always get sales from that. But there, there's always going to be a massive proportion of people who will just find it online because it will go online somewhere. Like everything goes online now. Yeah, you can find pretty it, much everything. It's, it's the it's understanding that that is you, you have no control over that and that's what's going to happen to, to be fair i think one, one of the things that i've always thought is that um the fact that so many people have bought a 3d printer and are literally just printing things you can already buy to me that's i don't i, I get it that it's cheaper but to me it's I, I just don't really see the point purely because the amount of stuff that you can get that is unique yeah that you've never seen before like the makers cult stuff is perfect example of it where all of the stuff they've done is sort of echoes of games workshop stuff but it's different it's like a, it's you, like an alternative version of it yeah, and and then so it's there's... from like a different planet in the in the Imperium. It's like exactly. the same con- concept, but it's by a different Forge world. Exactly, for all the all the jungle dudes that Dan's got. Here's an answer from Wikipedia. Fuck off, Siri. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, but the jungle dudes that Dan's got, um, and then they also do the desert desert dudes as well. Like all of these stuff are things that aren't fully supported by GW. And don't have either current minis or, um, well, or uh, the other one is the, the the drop troops, isn't it? The, the, it's essentially are Elysians. It's like, well, it's because Games Workshop no longer produce them, and people still yeah. want them. Yeah, uh, and what... I, I think I think the fact that people are like a, a model will be released, like a Necron model or a new Primaris model will be released, and there's there's people asking for those specific models. Yeah, I want to reprint that so I can print it myself. Yeah, it's and like... I'm just, sort of, I'm just sort of like, but you're you're missing so much potential, and ninety percent of the time, the GW stuff will actually be better than the stuff you can you can print yourself because the files aren't going to be the same files that GW used. Hey, it's, I think I, I think. Sorry, uh, this is a, a, a good point about this. Is something that uh, me and Ant were talking about a while back. Uh, do you remember the uh, the Forge World um, Tau Battlesuit upgrade kits they did? Silence. Yeah, I don't really remember, but go on. None of us uh, fuck with space cows, man. No. So but you're on, on your own on this one. It's, it's an example, so just go with me on this one. Uh, so they did like it was like an alternative head. It had like extra arm plates, and it was basically like the the Tower Crisis battle suit. It was like an upgrade kit for that. Now uh, there are files out there that are basically you know, very similar to what those were because they no they no longer produce those. 
and that was like, oh, I found these that you could that we that we could print, and I was like, probably they're not quite they're not quite the same. They're different enough. That I would rather have had the originals if I could get a hold of them. If that makes sense. So this is kind of what like, a bit like what your point is, um, Ollie. That you know, you could, I could print it, but because it's not quite the same as the original, because it's not as good as the original. In that situation, I'd yeah. prefer the original if I could get hold of it. And you know, oh, it yeah. means I have to go on eBay and try and get hold of some more on you know trading pages or whatever. But you know, that's that's that that's the hassle that I'm willing to go through to get that. And there is an easier option, but it's not quite the what you know what I'd want. Uh, but you know that to other people, it's like pff, it might as well be the same model. You know, yeah, it's 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 the stuff that Dan's that Dan's hitting, where he's like, okay, cool, I'll make you a sword, or I'll make an axe, or I'll make um, mm. a tainted blade. I think that's that's the unlimited potential of a printer, and I think people who are wanting just an exact representation of what somebody else is doing is completely missing the point of a printer because you can do anything with it you can literally do anything with it and and Dan, you're proving it by just making everything and anything you want yeah pretty much i mean and and i'm i'm not even particularly skilled i'm just like i'm properly half-assing this um i i've watched maybe what six hours seven hours of stuff on on youtube and i've done Mm -hmm. a 12 hour course and that's really just kind of this button does this you know you move your mouse like these this is a a pdf with the shortcuts in um and just literally fucking about with it and i'm even somebody with that level of skill is able to produce stuff like the tainted blade i've produced or the chain x for ross or you know a whole range of other stuff and it's like it's so fucking easy yeah but in, in your only, all you're really limited by is: can I technically make it, or can I find somebody that's already made something that I can adapt? That's it. They're the only breakdowns. That, that's what I was talking about last night about like, the you know, adapting stuff that's already out there. And just while you've been talking about it, I thought about you know a while back. I was like, oh, I wonder how I could convert like a right-handed like chain fist, like it, it looks like a good quality one. Well, with a 3D model, you just go, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now with a with the 3D modeling, you just go, well, I, you know, either make one, get one, or get one that's already been done, and hit mirror, done, and it's like you're right there. You know, it's all those little bits and pieces that people have gone to a lot of great effort to try and recreate or create versions of previously in you know, with conversions or sculpting or modeling or whatever. You know, which is in in itself a hobby, but now with 3D modeling and printing, it's like, hmm. I'm just missing that one part that I might need. Well, there we go. Oof, off we go. In fact, like, Ross's look, you know, you know, Ross's uh, had uh, you know similar sort of thing with the land speeder idea. You know, oh, man, it wasn't even the land speeder idea. It was fucking off the cuff. Has anyone got any plastic carries assault cannons? Because yeah. I'm sick and tired of the like Forge World um, resin ones being warped. Ant messages me like, oh, I might have a plastic one. I was like, fucking score. I just need to find another plastic one. And then out, out of nowhere, he's like, I found an STL of, that's similar. And then Dan slaps on a fucking Punisher cannon and it looks fucking mint. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
I was like, oh, no, that'd look real good on my mortis for anti-air. And then fucking two of them arrived this morning because Ollie and Dan can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that, they, and that's exactly the they, joy right there. Don't we say things out loud, motherfucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking <laughs> train mixes. Last yeah. night in Hobby Chat, I was like, oh, I want... I want um, I would like to find a source of left and right-handed chain axes because, you know, I've looked on conversion websites and pieces and stuff. Um, and Dan's just like, I oh, know it was Ollie. Ollie was like, well, I've got these and posted like three different STLs. And I kind of was like, couldn't we take this axe head and put it on these axes? And about half an hour later, Dan was like, like this? Like, yeah, exactly like that. So it and now you can have as many as you want. But yeah. yeah, and that, that's the thing, but it's also like like Dan and his space nam mm. where he was like oh, I, you know, I don't have a heavy stubber and he made one. He made us like a saw for his dudes mm. to carry. And he's got the STLs for the um like the power suits, like the sentinel suits. And he's mm-hmm. figured out how to how to change the bodies out. You know, people shit talk 3D printing because I don't know why. <laughs> I really I mean, don't know there, why. There are there are the up until recently because he's changed his fucking tune. There was a very vocal person who somehow is very prominent in the Heresy community who was anti anything not Games Workshop. Um, and one of his like tired as fuck lines, like more tired than me, who hasn't slept for a day and a half was it's not actually hobbying. And it's like, I beg to fucking differ because there's more skill in Dan building that saw and Dan swapping that body out. Like, yeah, okay, he didn't make that STL, but give him time, he's on his way. Like, he's made, you've made your own STLs now, haven't you? With you you've made axes and swords and stuff. Yeah, I've made something for Ollie, which I hope he'll like. Yeah. Oh, oh so he's, like, he's Tainted Blade. Yeah, but the only difference is he hasn't made it with green stuff. No, no. Well, no like, it's the new green stuff. That's all it is. It's yeah, just a different. It's a, it's a different medium. Realistically, it's it easier to use than green stuff because with, yeah, because you could delete it and undo it. <laughs> well, with with green stuff, you need you need to have some element of skill with it. Whereas, like the the fundamentals of digital sculpting, it's all it's all easily learned whereas sculpting uses your hands <laughs> like yeah and i've got shaky old man hands <laughs> like there's there's no way i'm sculpting anything ever but i i don't have prob- the patience for it but i could probably sit down and learn blender or zbrush or something like that but it's um, no less creative though is it it's no, no it's someone someone with some green stuff is no more creative than someone with zbrush well, or well, blender You've you've got to compare like um, sort of painters who are either doing um, like an oil painting or a digital piece of art. Is the digital piece of art is no less a piece of art than the oil painting. It's just been done yeah. on a different medium. And I think this is part of why a lot of people may say it because they don't see they don't see the creative side of it for them. It's an anonymous STL that's, that's come out of the internet. Like, I don't know the fucking, the matrix has made stolen from somewhere. And, just and that's, that's the other thing that really winds me up. It's like, Oh, that's, that's, um, that's IP infringement. It's like, no, it's not. 
you show me what IP that infringes. It's like, I mean, some of it is. Some of it is like, oh, that's a space some marine. Of, so, that's probably not space. okay. Yeah. But it's like when people are like, oh, uh, here's um, here's a winged sword to put on your like shoulder pads or angelic wood chopper from last night. Yeah. But like, <laughs> just because it's styled in like a Blood Angel or Dark Angel way doesn't mean it's IP infringement. Games Workshop do not own a winged I, sword. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Dark Angel style swords existed a long time before GW put them in the hands of... Well, the, 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 there's a lot of things that probably existed a long time before GW started doing it, them. Exactly, exactly. Like, like, like I say, a Dark, a Dark Angel sword is effectively just a real sword. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time it's a bastard sword. Or... Exactly. Or or some sort of great sword or something like that, or a Zweihander yeah. or something like that. And they've been around for ages. Just to kind of chip in on this whole, like, you know, there's arguments about it not being a real skill. So, obviously, I've, I've been a CAD user for a, a very long time. I actually worked it out the other night that I've been a CAD user for the best part of 23 years now. And... Well, it's been. Yeah, I basically started when I was 18 uh, at university and I'm still going. So, uh, but you know, did they have it, CAD back then? It was very early. And when I say did very they... early, the, the first lecture I had in it was with, with the architect who put us in a room of computers with CAD on it and went, here's the book that comes with the program. Uh, you need to do these tasks. Yeah, but I, I didn't, book, I didn't the know the pyramids were designed in CAD. It's... <laughs> well, they know how they got it They're so accurate. Big people. But the point I was going to say was that you know a lot of people said you know when I was uh, I think I was at uni at Demont for doing an architecture course and this guy I I'd been using CAD for a a while at that point and uh, we'd been given this task to do like draw up um, like the some building in 3D and uh, you know I did it in the afternoon that we that we'd been at the in the lecture and it was meant to be like a four a month long you know, part-time session. So it was meant to be uh, four two-hour sessions to do this, and I'd already done it in the first like, couple of hours. And this guy sat next to me, and he was like, oh, my God, you're, you're like you're like the master of CAD. I went, no, no, I just know how to use CAD. It's a tool, and that's what it comes down to. It's a tool that you learn to use. Okay, I'm not very particularly good with a brush, with a paintbrush, but it's a tool that if I practice and learn... I will get better at it. Same with sculpting. I'm crap at green stuff, but with the right tools and with the right knowledge and the right learning, I'm sure I'll become you know reasonable at it. You know, it's the reason why uh, Keith's pretty good at you know the green stuff in our in our uh, area because it, it's something that he does, he enjoys, and it's he uses the tools and he he's got the knowledge to use it. Three D modeling is no different. It's using the, a tool to create something, and that is all it is. Anyone can do it if you've just got the patience and the knowledge and the te- and the ability, you know, just practice to do it. Okay, some people it might be beyond their you know understanding as to how it works, but effectively, I could probably teach most people how to use CAD at some point. I have done; I've taught many people how to use CAD from scratch, from nothing, and it, it's just literally time, patience, and understanding that it's a tool to use. It's not it's not some sort of magic machine that just you know you hit a couple of buttons and it's done. You know, it's, it's just takes a bit magic of man. But, you know, but, but it's it, like it, I said yesterday, what... if I could do what Dan do, does now, if I'd spent lockdown doing something productive. Yes. 
Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's exactly the point. It's, you know, Danny's, you know, okay, I'm not going to say Dan's an idiot. Dad's a very smart person. Uh, but he's just applied, he's just decided to take, you know, a new tool that he's found and, you know, taken the time to want to learn how to do it. And like, you've, you've taken some courses in how to use Blender, haven't you, Dan? Yeah, I did a basic one in terms of learning the interface and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. And usually that's all you need. You just need a, 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 a base. Sometimes you just need a basic understanding and then you just play with it until you figure out what you want to do with it. Mm. See, I think going back to the original point of um, GW having, having to do stuff about realistically, they're always going to sell models. Like their designs are all are always going to be really nice and they're going to release stuff like um, Curse City. Um, where they're going to release a box set of something, maybe maybe that's where that's more where they'll have to go, where they release a box set of miniatures with a game. Um, but the, the the places that I think are going to be hit the hardest are the bits resellers. Bits, mm. I I think bits resellers are just going to die in the next couple of years because what what's the point of like buying, I don't know, an arm. You wanted from this kit, this specific kit, when oh, I can print like five different variants of that arm in like mirror it, yeah, different different poses. Like oh, I want I, I need like ha- the one that always comes to mind was the when I first started 40k, um, they released the Devastator box for Space Marines, and it had a kneeling Marine in yeah. there. Those legs, every single time they went up on like bits box, bits and kits, and all of those, they were gone within like immediately ten minutes. Immediately gone. But everything else in that kit was like would sell out really slowly. Whereas now, okay, cool, kneeling marine. We'll make a kneeling marine, or we'll find a file for a kneeling marine. I'll print ten of them. There you go. I've and got the same all the goes for. You know, close combat arms. Oh, yeah, well, I need 10 of these. Well, I'll just mirror a couple and then you've got some variants of them and, you know, we could probably bend exactly. a couple of here and there you go, you've got close combat arms done. A, a really yeah. good example was it when I was when I was putting my Raptors back together um, for Dan's Paint, I came across, came across the fact that I needed some more pistols. So I was like, okay, cool, let's find some pistols. There you go, print as many as I need. There we go, I don't need to buy anything from bit sites. So I think bit sites are going to be the real casualty from all of this, because why why are you ever going to need bits when you can print everything you'll ever want? Or yeah. if you've got, if you know somebody or, or have the skills yourself to make stuff, yeah, you can make literally anything you want. Yep. And, and realist, and one of the, the key things, you know, a lot of the big things out there is, you know, if you can make it yourself, then it is your creation. You, know, you can make something that's absolutely one-off, and you know it might not. You know, if you, if you don't release the STL into the world and you only print it for your own personal use, then you've got something that is you absolutely unique, and you know that is the same as if you sculpted a model. And you know, oh, oh that's that's you know. That, I mean, uh, go back to what you mentioned there, Ollie, about you know, Games Workshop can't get to the point where they'll just release box sets with miniatures in. Something I'd like to see is, you know, if they're going to get involved in the in the in the three D printing world, is like they release. Okay, so 
as we mentioned earlier, we've got the, the Curse City coming out. You know, the Curse City, the new Warhammer Quest. Looks like a fucking amazing box set. Got some amazing miniatures in there. What I would like is that they release that box set and then they have an option for selling some STLs for you to print other characters that you could utilize in the game. You know, that's it. You know, you just go on the website and you buy the STL for a new miniature that goes in the, in the Quest game. It's got its own set of rules for it. Off you go. It's a new character, I mean, you know. And then people who can print just can print off that character or print it off to their mates or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got to come to some kind of understanding of how they're going to work in that environment. They can't just ignore it, basically. No. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, um, the the whole three D design thing is it's a um, it's in a very absorbing world. It's it's the kind of thing where you could literally you put up a meme, I think, didn't you, Ollie, about um <laughs> yeah. I, I need to know where my friends have gone. Don't go in there, man. And it's like three D printing world. It's like, yeah, it's kind of how it is. And I, it has vanished. I have vanished up my own arse doing the whole three D uh, modeling stuff. Just gonna quickly cut in. Uh, I think yeah. Ant has to dip and go and do the, the foods. So yeah, I'm waiting on my sushi about to arrive. Oh, sushi? So, God damn. Yeah. Bearing in mind, I ordered it. I ordered it about two and a half hours ago. Christ. And it's only just arriving. Thank you, Deliveroo, for being rubbish. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely starving. So it has been You're a good get some scran, man. Huh? You're going to get some scran. <laughs> Right, I'll see you boys later. Catch you later. Get a bit. Did you just tell him to get fat? Yeah. (laughs) Get chunky. Wonder if he he hasn't realised yet. Oh no, there he's gone. (laughs) I was going to say he's (laughs) Carry on. Dirty motherfucker. Yeah, I, I haven't got you know, any sympathy for I haven't got any sympathy for him. He, he had cake and condoms at party the other day. <laughs> cake and condoms. It's a great soreness. <laughs> um no, I completely agree with Ollie. It'll, it'll be the, the, the resellers that get hit. Um and no matter how late games workshop are to the party, there are still gonna be people that can't access 3D modeling or don't want to access 3 3D modeling and so they're still gonna make money from the, the kits. There's always gonna be a disconnect between so between GW releasing something and a file appearing for it. So there's always going to be somebody, well, a lot of people who will just go, you know what, I'll just buy it. I think I think the most telling thing will be, because obviously they, they're they firmly aiming the new 40k at a younger demographic. Yeah, like, yeah obviously, yeah. We're not notoriously... Anymore, are we? No, we're not. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, like, the heresy is more aimed at us. Uh, yeah. AOS seems to be like trying to do both and satisfying neither market. Um, I think four forty k with it being aimed at a younger demographic, children don't tend to have, and I say children, I mean younger people don't tend to have access to three D printing or 
um, like the money to go on a 3D printing website and things like that. So aiming the game at them, yeah, I think they're still going to have a valid like way of generating revenue. And because on, yeah, on, on top of your point, um, having 3D printers seems to be. <laughs> you're more likely to have or know somebody with a 3D printer if you're into models. Yeah. Because 90% of the time, people with a 3D printer will have it for for making models or something like that. So, okay. It, this could lead on to a question that uh, I was planning on asking in this section. And this obviously uh, now only applies to Ollie. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask Dan this, this one as well. Uh, for Ollie, mm-hmm. what was... The deciding factor for you to get a 3D printer was it uh, like a particular model, or um, you know, was there a particular reason for it? Uh, for me, it was kind of so. My dad is very into all this stuff anyway, mm-hmm. and he'd been looking at the resin printers. Uh, right. It was coming up to my birthday, and he was like, so "He's got FDM printers, doesn't he? Or PLA ones, doesn't he?" He's he's got a couple of PLA printers, yeah. Um, and he was like, "They're really cheap at the moment. Do you want one?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Sure, why not? We can give it a go and see what it's mm. like." Um, now we went in. We went in really cheap. Um, we went in for the Photon Zero, which is literally the the cheapest one you can get i think you can get it for like a hundred dollars at this this stage Mm. but it doesn't it it still produces tabletop quality models it's just it's build plate is just smaller so we went in for that one purely to see whether i would like printing stuff and i would actually use it now the fact that i've printed i mean quite a lot of stuff um you've printed the world ollie is what you've done and upgraded my printer um, into a bigger, better one. And this is all um, before I actually built mine. Yeah, this is all before you printed yours. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's, let's not beat around the bush. You know, it, it it literally took me a year to build get to get mine going. Uh, yeah, yeah you, in, in that other time, shop, you fat people like cake. Yeah, as do I. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, yeah, it took me two months to upgrade from the zero to the mono. I haven't looked back. Was it only two months? Yeah, it was only two yeah. months. Um, because it was the uh, Black Friday sales, which is when I bought mine. Yeah, so so <laughs> I got I got my original one um, around the start of September, and then. Yeah. Um, let's let's just be clear. Spin was in a medically induced coma for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he yeah, was a bit out of it. That's an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> what it, eventually, what it, what got me to build it, it was like I literally turned. I went to myself. Went. I'm not fucking letting 2020 beat me on this motherfucker. And built. <laughs> I finished building it on New Year's Eve, like the yeah. day <laughs> on New Year's Eve day. I was like, no, I'm going to get this built and working before the end of the year. That was that was that. Otherwise, it would have just sat there. Legit. I just got fed up with it sitting on the other dining room table, taking up space. But to be fair, one of the, one of the things that I've found is that I I just really enjoy printing stuff in general. So I've mm. printed I've printed stuff for most people in the group. 
Um, now I do I do a techie job anyway. I'm 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 in IT, so like I kind of enjoy that sort of thing anyway. Um, yeah, you're very much into that sort of like you know the hands-on approach to tech yeah. sort of thing. I'm guessing that was part of my problem is that I've never been involved in like dismantling computer and building one and you know actually having any clue about what a motherboard is or anything like that. Um, yeah. So when it came to like getting this printer and dismantling it. Because I basically, you know, I got the upgraded version on the cheap, basically, but it required a bit of, like, hands-on doing it yourself. And when I started taking it apart, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done here? You know, and, you know, eventually it was just like, you just got to follow the bit, the, the step-by-step process on the videos, you know. And what I literally, I'd like, watch the video, copy what they did, stop the video, you know, carry on. And, you know, it, it, it wasn't... I've done it, it's like, it wasn't actually that difficult. You know, I'll probably make, built it up into something bigger than it actually was, but that's because I didn't have that kind of experience. I, I imagine if you'd got it, you'd have had it done in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, literally ripped, <laughs> ripped out bits of pieces of God, ah, oh, useless, I don't need that. Whereas me, I'm like, well, oh, 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 if I cut this, when, will I destroy it? <laughs> when I, something like that. When I had to replace the screen, um, I received it one day, and then the next day it had been replaced. So, but yeah, like like I said, I I kind of enjoy all that stuff anyway, and I I've I've found that I enjoy the process of printing stuff. Mm. Um, it's it's cool to see that you can produce stuff like this. Uh, so I, I like I said, I print I printed a lot of stuff for other people. Um, a lot of stuff for other people. Um. And it and it's all sorts of stuff like um, the Forge World Titanicus Fortress. I've uh, done a few Dragon Ogres. Uh, Those were nice. Battle, battle fleet ships, um, heresy stuff, like all flavors of stuff. Uh, Gatling guns for um, contemptors, sh- shoulder pads, arm heads. Literally everything you can think of, but it's just that untapped potential that you've got. Just seeing that the amount of times where I found a file and just gone, "That's cool," I'll just print it. Yeah, because See, for me, it I was can. Uh, back, back. You know, we're talking back in 2019 when I got mine. The deciding factor for me was at the time, Epic Heresy. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm on, you know, myself and Dan, and to some extent, I think uh, Ross has played back here, back in the day when um, Epic was still around. I, I played Epic. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure whether I was going to ask if you if I you were playing as well. Epic. I have it, 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 Epic. it was a fantastic game, and I missed so it. I missed it a lot. I, and I know that the, you know the community's kept it going for like 40 k and there's been tournaments and that. They've even had some of the like the the biggest like the top end tournaments uh, uh, held locally at our local club and when I started seeing that you can get like the uh, a lot of the you know, I started seeing on like Thingiverse and whatnot and these websites that more and more of like the heresy miniatures were coming out at epic scale I was like this needs to happen and then the Australians they created effectively you know the the army lists for for playing epic heresy and I was like I'm all over them that was it I was like I'm I'm, I'm I'm going all in on this on this print on 3D printing now because now you can print any and as we've as we said earlier in the in the show 
you can print entire epic armies for for next to, for effectively next to nothing now. You know, it's yeah. and that it to me is absolutely fantastic, and the the the, like, the quality of detail you're getting at that scale as well. Like, you know, if I, I don't know if uh, uh, Ross posted the pic, I think he posted the pictures on the in the destroyer core, uh, like the. The level of detail those miniatures have got for that, uh, that, that epic army, and it's just like I said, you, you could just do whatever you like now, in yeah. the moment, and that's amazing. And, and for me, the, the purpose was, and it's what you're doing now, printed for our community, you know, to get yeah. other people into it. You know, like I, you know, okay, yeah, I could print my own army, but it was like no point in me printing my own army if no one else can have it. So I'm happy to print stuff for other people as well, you know, so they can yeah. start playing the game. And we could start expanding this, you know, this heresy game that we all love mm-hmm. into other into things. And I'm not, you know, we're not even talked about the, the the Battlefleet heresy, you know, Battlefleet Gothic stuff that you can start printing now, and mm-hmm. you know, do whatever you want for that as well. And I think this is the this is what this is another key thing is that you go back earlier about how people want to print stuff that's already existing. Like for me, yeah. printing is about printing the stuff that no longer exists. You know, the old yeah. stuff. Uh, you know the I was looking. I think it was the other week. I was looking for a second edition, a second edition forty k land speeder. That nostalgia purposes, you know, I lo- I like that one, and I just wouldn't use it now because it's the wrong scale. So I'll see if there's a list. Yeah, the bonnet lad. You know, because then you could scale yeah. it up to the current version, and or as we're, I was going to talk to you about earlier, is like doing the, the, the you know taking the Proteus land speeder that Forge will currently do and adding the bonnet to it, and may turn it into like a. Proteus second edition land speeder. Um, yeah, like know. if if we got an STL for the like the the front end of that style of land speeder that we could use, that, that is easily like attachable to the Proteus. Yeah, I'm in trouble. One. Like I'm I'm in trouble at that point. I've, I've got one. Yeah, but you, we have issues with it though, don't we? We don't know. No, if it no, fits. not the not not the bonnet. The bonnet is a separate piece. The, the issue I've got, the, the issue I've got with that STL is that the pilots have been modelled onto the land speeder, and I don't think the pilots oh, look right. It, but I've not figured out how to edit, edit, model it. You know, edit the model. I mean, I'm, I, 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 yeah, but, I mean, I'd I be happy to, even with just the bonnet. Like, if it, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's separate. That's a separate piece of the file. That is literally a separate file. You know, the bonnet itself, and that could be like easily adjusted to suit. And uh, you could maybe model a, a bit on the bottom of it to fit onto the existing model. And we're away, and you're away. All you need to know is whether it will fit around like the control piece and the and the pilots. That's the only thing you'd have to figure out. But you yeah. know, it's Challenge printing. Accepted. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> oh, this trouble. is this leads yeah, into a, a conversation that uh, I was having with um, Ollie and uh, Ollie and Dan on um, uh, on uh, Signal now, not WhatsApp, um, about uh, the Castellan Rhino. Uh, the the yeah, Iron yeah, Warriors yeah. like unique Rhino. It's like I suddenly tweaked. I was like, I've been thinking about I'm trying to figure out a way that we, I could convert one. You know, it's not you know, it's got some technical issues that to try and figure out. And I've never really seen like a, a proper like that's really cool conversion. It's like a that's as close you can get with the stuff that is available. And I suddenly tweaked. I thought the great thing about three D modeling is that we could just figure out a way of making that work you, you and make it into a conversion kit. Yeah. yeah, it's just whatever literally you want, whatever's need, in your head, and that's the that's, that's literally the only thing that's holding me back at the moment is trying to communicate an idea that I, I can't figure out the idea in my head of how it works. Like it's it's described in the books, and you know, 
it sounds really cool, but it's not. It's not like they've gone and this is the technical it... dimensions of how this technically works. And it's like I'm sure there's a way of figuring it out. It's just I, I, I've not got to that point yet in my head, and you know to the point where I could even scribble down a, like a basic sketch for for it. But it, it, it's like it's it's just there. And this is this is you know what we keep saying is like it's it's once it's figured out you know in terms of a concept, it's just modeling it in 3D and print. Off you go, and then you could we could have you could do conversion kits for the Mars Rhino or conversion kits for the uh, Dimos pattern Rhino, and poof, off you go. <laughs> you you run away then. Yeah. See that I've I've got I've got a file for a Rhino, which uh, gives it tracks like the Spartan, where the tracks. Oh. Are on. oh. Oh why, no! Why did you no, not tell us this all... before now? Have you been holding on oh, to this information till this episode? I, I, I told, I said, I, I mentioned it earlier, but um, nobody twigged. So <laughs> if, if we could <laughs> get on, those I'm just, I'm just mute for a land for a raider, <laughs> if we could get those for a land raider, then I'm yes. in trouble again. Big, <laughs> big no, trouble. No, but, no, but, no, but that's the thing. We're not in so much trouble as if we were having to buy it. <laughs> Like normally, because well, yeah. that—that's the thing. Like the Blood and Skulls does the wraparound tracks for Land Raiders, and I've wanted them for years. Yep. And every time I look at Blood and Skulls, I'm like, "That's expensive," but I'm only going to need like one or two. And then I look at the postage, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you hate anyone that's not American because you refuse to adjust your postage for overseas." Yeah. And I never do it because I—I Point Bank refuse to pay almost the same in postage as I'm paying for the miniatures. I'm not even but if we can print, now, I, it sounds like it's going to be even worse now. Yeah, fucking Brexit, absolute clown shoes. But if we can print wraparound Land Raider tracks, then, uh, yeah, that's I'm... that's that's the good thing. You can print anything you want, anything you want. Can can we? Ah, oh, can we? Can we three D print some uh, a guillotine? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> fucking for it. really distant. Dad just like. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure that's they're really distant. Dan going already. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's just let's just smash capitalism. We get fucking done with it. Let's just not mess around anymore. I've had enough. 3D printed guillotine. Yeah, yeah. There's oh. some Tory fox that need chopping. That need reducing by <laughs> about twelve inches. Let's get, <laughs> let's get fucking right on it. Let's do it. Absolute space communism. Um, yeah, luxury automated, fully automated space communism. That's what we want. Yeah, like I'd, I'd never thought because I said to Spin the other night, I was like, "Do you know? Have we seen any STLs for wraparound Land Raider tracks?" Then I spent an hour looking. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I found plenty of other cool shit. Um, Which is the point? Like, that's you the, went rabbit down hole. the rabbit hole. Yeah, that's the rabbit hole. Of <laughs> I ended up looking at stuff that wasn't even miniature related. That was just like someone, right? So I really like cactuses. I always have as a plant. I have several like cactus uh, in my in my kitchen, and I ended up finding a three D printed uh, cactus plant pot in the shape of a cactus, in which you put mini cactuses. And admittedly, it was like half two in the morning, but I was sat there looking at this like. Holy shit! It's a cactus inside a cactus, but the the big cactus isn't a real cactus. It's a pretend cactus. 
And I don't know why, but it completely blew my mind when the options at the bottom gave me not only different colours, but different number of the little cactus arms that came off it. <laughs> I, I think I need to sleep more. But basically, yes, I started looking for Land Raider tracks, ended up looking at 3D printed cactuses. Strong. Yeah. Strong is a way to describe it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's now like, well, there's so many options now. I mean, it, it, right, if anything, like the other night I was thinking, oh, I need to print just like a miniature. Like, you know, I've, I printed a sword and it didn't quite work out. And it's just because it's such a small part, it's difficult to see like the details on it, you know, until you spray it, whatever. But you know what? I need to, I need to see what this printer's capable of in terms of an actual miniature. And then I was like looking through like the stash and I was like, I can't decide what to print. There's just so much stuff that you could have a go at printing that I don't know where to start. There's yeah, with so, so cool much stuff. So much on offer you picked a Saturnine. <laughs> yeah. It was I mean, because it was a single piece terrible. miniature. And I like that miniature, so screw you. Right, no, I'm gonna say it. I like I'm, that. I'm, I'm gonna miniature. say it loud enough for everyone to hear it. If you go. are 3D printing Saturnines, and if you are 3D printing that derpiest shit old Dreadnought, get in the bin. Like, I, I get nostalgia, I spin, I get why you like the Saturnine, because you specifically like one Saturnine kit that you can't like get. one kit, and, and that one that I've picked as a 3D print is about the only decent one that I've seen, and it's unfortunately a chaos, more like a 40k chaos version of it, but it's, but it's when a, people post, a more nicely scaled model. A fucking Saturnine Terminator that's nine times bigger than a Marine. And they're like, ha ha, look at this, it's great. And I'm like, are you blind? They're not printed. They're, they're, they've been bought. There's a, no, there's there are people shoppers. that are printing them as well. Yeah, there are. I just don't get it. I genuinely do not understand the fascination with Saturnine Terminators. They, they just don't look good. Literally, for me, it was just the fact that they did finally, you know, it's the artwork they put in that short story. Yeah, but the one, like, you don't cool. like, the one you like doesn't have the stupid heavy bolter on their head. It's, no. it's the it's, yeah. it's it's equally as dumb as the land speeder with fucking Captain Tinnitus in the background. Brother! <laughs> what did you say? My tinnitus, brother! Oh, it did, was it one of you guys that posted a picture of, uh, or might have, I might have seen it on Facebook, where uh, it's they, they've got the, like, the new miniature and they've gone, brother. We are being attacked from the rear in the yeah, yeah, aircraft, and it turns, it turns <laughs> around and the, 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 the jet wash is just uh, melting the guys in the, in the actual yeah. cockpit. Have you seen the weird like sliding door that's on the back of it? It looks like at any minute it's going to land and they're going to open a touch. Why does it have a that sliding door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like you know when you. Um, you know, at night when shops close and they lower carry on the talking about Carry on talking about stuff. I'm gonna, I can look it up on the website. Yeah. It's got a they'll weird have a, like, shuttered door on the rear. And like it, no I genuinely sense. think they're going to land and open a little Space Marine tuck shop. Like, that oh, guy does no. not need to get in via that direction. But how else does he get in, though? Because he can't get in at the top because the hole isn't big enough. It's just big enough for his head. Yeah, but that, that, I'm not that. here, brother. I have tinnitus. You must speak up. <laughs> oh, God. Brother, yeah, my it, tinnitus. It's almost like what they've done is taken one of the transports and then shrunk it to be a land speeder. And it's like, no, 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 that doesn't. Like, it doesn't need to climb in through the back. You know, so you have, have, have you ever you seen. Have, the, the, the turret could open up for him to get in. Like, you know, a coupler, like any coupler. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen any like film that shows the creative process of a bunch of stone dudes trying to get a project off the ground where they're like, oh, bro, bro, let's let's put a tiny head between the missile launches and a slidey door. And then someone in the background goes, yeah, bruh. And then if we have it and it looks like a flying toaster, bro. <laughs> and then they made the land speeder. Like, just fuck that shit. Fuck the, the stupid thing is, I was looking at that model the other day, and I was like, remove that turret, and it's actually a very nice model. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I liked actually. it from the start until someone pointed out the little tiny dude's head, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I didn't notice <laughs> that for ages. So <laughs> otherwise, someone, yeah. otherwise, I quite like it as a model, you know, just as an aesthetic. For you know, I, I'm. Oh, in the camp of I'm not all that fussed about the, the new Primaris vehicles that much. I get that, that it's very much a lot of people don't like them, dislike them, whatever. I, you know, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the um, the American armored transport, the, the Bradley, the Bradley infantry fighting vehicle. Okay. I've always been a big fan of that design, and uh, the new Primaris tanks remind me a lot of that, which is why I like them. The Primaris range as a whole is very boring, though. So that's the, you know, that's my issue with Primaris in general. The tanks Anime have always Marines, been a bit. But, well, yeah, the Marines, whatever you know, here and there with those myself. But the tanks have always gone. Okay, that's kind of cool. You know, I, I, you know, until I read the Dark Angels book that had the repulsor in it, and I was just like, what? But like, I fucking love anime, and this is something I've learned more over lockdown. Like, I really love anime. It's yeah, the tits, right. You're in it for the tits. Don't even start. Like, for a long time, I was like, cat girls are stupid. And (laughs) cat girls caught me sleeping. Not going to lie. They caught me sleeping, and now I'm in trouble, man. But, like, (laughs) when Games Workshop were like, we're going to make... I was looking at that big fun going, mate. Right, so (laughs) my, uh, my Lottie lived with us until the pandemic started, and she got trapped with her parents. Me and her got real high one day and watched an anime called uh all the fucking high school dxd maybe oh no i can't believe you recommended that to me <laughs> right it's, it's basically it's it's a titty anime it's just full of boobs okay Dude. and it's got a very stuff in it it's, it's it's got a really actually the story is actually really good it's just got far too many tits in it to make, take it seriously <laughs> but there's a there's Dude. a character in it that in the second series turns out to be a cat girl and i was like oh no <laughs> That's a, oh no! That's a bono I wasn't expecting. And then I, I'd never watched, I'd never watched Elf and Lead because I, I was like, uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't interest that. me. And then I watched Elf and Lead. That's a fucking cat girl. Anyway, uh, I've, I've diverged. I've watched that one yet? Seriously, cat girls. Mm. Um, there's there's a whole thing on TikTok of girls dressed like cat girls. And it, mm. uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Games Workshop were like, oh, we're gonna make an anime styled. Like for their story forge, one of their projects is anime, like an anime style cartoon. And I was like, fucking sick. Because like Space Marines look like they're from an anime. So on the one hand, I'm super excited to see that because I really, really like anime. I don't want to see a cat girl primary space marine. But But you kinda do. No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. Um Staneshi cat girls, though, 
Oh, hello. Um, you know, you know well, full well it's going to be Tao. Oh, uh, no, no, no. You know, it, 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 it's inevitable. You know, if there's going to be cat girls in 40k, it's going to be Tao. This is right, going to be one of their, it's going to be one of their races that they take over. Me. Cowgirls are a thing in anime. And I don't mean like, like, fucking Wild West cowgirls. No, they've got, they've got horns on, haven't they? Yeah, no, no, that, that's too far. That's Is that the one with the airship in it? Uh, there was a girl that was, had like cow horns on in one of those. I don't know, really. We were going quite well off. Uh, uh, yeah, we're on an anime podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. The style of the new marine range lends, it, lends itself really well to like that anime cartoon style. And it's, that, like, uh, well, it's appealing to a younger audience, that's why. Yeah, and there's also, like, I think Dan pointed it out in the last episode. You look at the um, the Lumineth, and that's very anime, very mm-hmm. like, even more so Eastern, now. Eastern inspired. Yeah, it's, yeah, and the new stuff also. Tau is basically fucking Gundam. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm in this weird position where I get really excited for some of the lore and I'm really excited to see the story forge stuff they're doing. But every time there's a Primaris release, I'm just like, mm, that's another Space Marine? I don't know. I don't know. How did we get onto Catgirls? I don't know. I, don't, I literally lost track. A, we were talking about the a, land speeder thing and you just started talking about Catgirls. Yeah, it's a real... It was. Real tangent from land speeder to cat. Girls. How did I get? Out? Oh no, because no, <laughs> they looked like anime. And then you and then... instantly got the cat girl hard on. So it's not hard. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool, dude. You know, just just go with it. It's fine. You know, uh, I discovered so I was a weeb late in life, man. I'm a late bloomer. Like it's, my it's friend fine, just convinced me to watch Naruto. We are. We oh, are I'll not considering watching that. <laughs> we are not going to king shame shame anybody on this podcast. You, you unless it's lot of your Kurt. Yeah, yeah, but that's like as we've already established that it's because they like being kink shamed. Their kink is being <laughs> kink shamed. <laughs> but who was it put in the destroyer core that they they liked our little segment on on um like sex safe rocks? Oh, oh. yeah, I remember that. Was it Tom? Did you, didn't you post? Wasn't there, didn't you post like a um, a news article and you said I don't think they listened to the latest episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was you because <laughs> it was the um, uh, get a three D printer and you can finally test out those dick pics. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I think we, have we anything else we want to discuss about three D printing? Don't three uh, D print dicks. Yeah, have we have we said it's the coolest fucking shit on the planet? I think we have. We did say that, that haven't we? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we definitely awesome. have said it's it is the new it's the new thing, isn't it? It's the new new hotness, basically. Can I just say, um, I am never posting another. I've built this <laughs> file ever on Facebook. STL, 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 No, it's never happening. We're going to have right. the most unique and customizable localized community, and everybody else can get in the fucking bin. Frankly, it, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Bollocks! Oh, Dan's not interested. Okay, no, so no, lay it on me. 
Ant's not here, which takes out a whole realm of hilarity. But we aren't doing a draft this week. This no. month, this episode. No, we are not. We are instead going to pick a Primark and cast an actor to play them in a movie. They right. see I've I've now done a list of all of them. We <laughs> can go through it. However, I don't think we're gonna get better than Malkador being played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh! <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Horace is turned traitor. Send the legions, and then the emperor turns to Malkador, and Malkador's just like, "All righty then." And just, like, <laughs> does a weird walk. Really? <laughs> oh yes. Nathaniel Garrow goes and gets uh, his grey knights together, <laughs> and he's just sat there, like you know the the mask. Draw drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Who, uh, who else did we say? Pulls off his cloak and he's wearing the Riddler outfit and goes, It was me all along! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Malkador secretly being Jim Carrey is actually so funny to me, and I don't know why. It's just because I imagine in all these serious meetings, he's just sat there. Pulling weird faces. No, imagine this. Imagine the scene. So it's been, it's an hour into the film, all right? Okay. It's an hour into the film. It's the grim darkness of the heresy. It's the siege of terror. Dawn goes storming into a meeting room. Alcador! And turns around. It's just like that crazy look in his eye of, uh, you know, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes. I'd get up and fucking leave. We've only got an hour through the film. And like Dawn is kicking off and it's like Malkador, rah, 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 rah. and Malkador turns around and it's fucking Jim Carrey. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna stand up and walk off. <laughs> right. Obvious one out of the way right at the start. Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg as Alpharius and Omegron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking yes. <laughs> ah yes. Oh, oh, that is so perfect. I'm changing my list. <laughs> 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 we Dan missed this and we briefly told him at the beginning we were oh, discussing oh, this the yeah, other day so good. and uh, we had like a we had a serious one for Jatakaya Khan and then we suddenly realised that <laughs> it was trash because Jatakaya Khan has to be Vin Diesel but he has to be Fast and Furious era Vin Diesel so that when like you know um, at the Siege of Chondax where the White Scars try and break the uh <laughs> the Alpha Legion blockade. Just the Alpha Legion ship captains watching whole ass battleships drifting sideways out of out of orbit, and just being like, "We we have uh, we've nothing to combat this." And then the Vox comes on, and it's just the Tokyo Drift soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> just a completely bemused Alpha Legion, and then. On the bridge of the what's the is it the storm sword? The uh, the oh, Capcom yeah, Gloriana sword, yeah. Storm. All sword storm. That's it. All of the uh, consoles have been built so that on their right hand side there's a pillar <laughs> that they can lean their arm on and like <laughs> lean their seats real far back, and all their consoles are under lip. Yeah, under. That is why Vin Diesel is Jatakaya Khan. Yeah, this, this, yeah. the the um. Swordstorm also has like a really big engine block out the front. Yeah, and a button. Just got a button on the command throne to dump a shitload of nos into the <laughs> engines. 
Just a tech priest, like, I don't advise this. <laughs> <laughs> I might, oh, Dan, you've got, you know, um, if uh, if Phil gets you to paint another Night Lord, please, please paint underlit neons on his shoulder pads. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, baby. <laughs> oh. oh, God. So right. Spin the list. Right. How do you want to do list? What the list that I've created for the based on why the fuck does it want me to create an event? Sorry, I've just po- uh, posted on the uh, on the page. Uh, right, so the list that I've created. Uh, what yeah, I've done, yeah. I've gone through uh, all the uh, the Primarchs, but I've also included the Emperor, Malkador, and Garrow. And Malkador is not Jim Carrey. Can I throw out there that Latara Sarin is Eva Green? Yes, oh, Eva Green. Hello. Yes. Yeah, see, I, How do I, I like sign to- up? <laughs> I like the um um oh I've forgotten a name now. For the people talking about from Snowpiercer. <sighs> yeah, oh, she's just like a budget hell. Eva Green. No, yeah. no, she's not budget Eva Green. Oh, have you not seen Dark City? Oh! You know yeah, what I'm talking actually, about, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Mrs Mrs. Vision. She's married to Vision. Oh is she? She is, yes, yeah. she is. She's married to Paul uh, Bettany. She she was in um Labyrinth, wasn't she? She was uh, she, she was, was a kid Labyrinth. from Labyrinth, yeah. I can't remember her name though, so uh, I'm, I'm Googling she, in there. She's also the voice of um Oh, what's the name of the AI that takes over? Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah, she's the voice of Friday. Which is really weird because Jarvis is Paul Bettany yeah. and then yeah. she plays I did, not, I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Uh Jennifer Colony. That's oh, it. Yeah. I think she'd work quite well. like uh, did you guys watch um, Lita Butter Angel? No. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it, she's in that, and I, when I was, see when I when we when we talk about it the other night, and I remembered her character in that, I was like, yes, I could just see her as as that role. Anyway, so but right, the second three hundred film version of yeah. Eva Green. Yeah, or yeah, I'm going to do that as a yeah. or, either or. Just, just fully bolt pistoling a uh, night, uh, a night lord, an empress, chil- a fucking wrong legions, world eater, right, or world eater. Uh, right. Also, also, she was also in um, that King Arthur thing for a little bit, where she was. Um, who was she was Morgana, wasn't she? She was Morgana. It's a. She, she's got very similar vibes in that. Was she? Which? What's that? Uh, I don't think I've seen. It. I don't Camelot. think I've seen yeah, that. Camelot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, right. Okay. So I'm going to start with the fact that I've got Emperor, the Emperor Malkador, Garrow, and uh, I've now added Latara Sarin. If the Emperor isn't just a big ass stage light, then you've done it wrong. <laughs> 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 the right. Emperor is the Pixar lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's the baby. It's the baby from fucking the Teletubbies. Just an adult. It's <laughs> done. No, it's the sun. The sun, yeah. Yeah, the sun. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right, who have you got as the right. emperor? And if right, it's you not know John what? Hurt, what? Why are you right? What I'm going to do is that, oh, I, I, I've got my list, and then if you guys have got an alternative suggestion, I'll add that in as well. So uh, I went for, but now this is basically out of a process of elimination because I didn't have a role for him elsewhere. I went with Henry Cavill. Is the, the emperor? What? Ah. As the is emperor, he, is it? I either gone for him for either Robute Gulliman or Dawn. I thought we decided on being Gulliman. Well, like well, I said, it's what, an alternative. That's Mark Strong. No, that's Mark Strong based on yeah. no, Horus. Right, 
I've got Horus's no. marks wrong. No, it's clearly it's clearly Gulliver. If nothing else, because whoever drew him in the for the book. Was like, fuck it, I'm just going to copy a picture of Mark Strong. <laughs> it's Gulliman? Yeah, no, it's check horrid. it out, man. Really? No, fucking check uh, it out. The book, he's got the picture... blonde hair. No, fucking hell, man. Use a bit... He could dye his hair. He doesn't <laughs> have hair, that's my point. The, the picture of Gulliman in the book is Mark Strong. Oh, actually, yeah, I see it. Uh... I've not seen this artwork, so I may need to see that. Have you just made that shotgun while we've been on the podcast? Yeah, probably. You crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Do you like it? Right, so we've either okay. got... Anyway. We've got Henry Cavill as the Emperor. That's what I've gone for. What would your options be? The voice of John Hurt and a giant lamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would honestly do it that you never actually see his face. Like I would use yeah. kind of why I, I did the emperor because I'd be interested to see how people respond because we have seen artwork of the emperor. Yeah, but I, I'd I'd use James. Hel- I'd got James Earl Jones as the uh, as the emperor's voice, but not you wouldn't see his face. You're like Darth Vader, basically. Okay, well, that's cool. He's he's depicted as a member of the First Nations, isn't he? He's got a very um, Native American look in the artwork, so we'd have to get like a. A, a Native American actor to portray him. That's, that's, a, that's a legit call. You need somebody from uh, Dances with Wolves. Uh, surprisingly, there are not many Native American actors. Imagine that. Not quite. Yeah. Uh, not not that are probably of a youngish age. Because there was um, the chap that was in like Blast of Mohicans and stuff like that, I assume. Yeah, but even oh, he's going to be like in his 50s. Fucking same age. Exactly. David Midthunder is genuinely just the Emperor. Seriously, Google him. David Bidthunder. To the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the Emperor. <laughs> What's he been in? So I can give you some frame of reference. That's fucking oh, Emperor. I recognise him, yeah. Right, I'll uh, I'll. Oh, he was in that. Westworld. Yeah. And oh, Maleficent. Oh, yes, of course he was. Right, I'm going to replace Henry Cavill with that. What was that, David Mithunder? Mithunder, yeah, Mithunder. that's. Hey, so that opens up Henry Cavill for another one. But I've also got John Hurt or a James L. Jones as his voice. Oh yeah. Now, okay, so you we'll call we on to the next one. So I've got for Malkador. Can I just say, Stun- just just hold on a second. David yeah. Mithunder's daughter is fucking hot. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Is that that uh, that Alabi stock photo that you're looking at? Fucking hell, she's spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Spin, who have you got for Malkador? Sorry, man, carry on. Uh, I got Donald Sumter. Who, uh, let me remind myself of who he was from the Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, he's the Maester. Oh, yeah, Maester. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I... Uh, I yeah. yeah. Five out of five. I'm, five out of five. I, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, so, five, I yeah. can't argue with that one. Even Jim no. Carrey can't beat that. Well, originally, <laughs> I had an idea of going with um, Willem Dafoe, but he's a... You know, because he's got a kind of like that... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was that kind of like... 
It's almost as bad as Jim Carrey. Exactly. <laughs> Just the smile. Hello, fellow Primarchs. <laughs> Willem, Willem Dafoe has got a, a strong core error, uh, core uh, Faron uh, energy oh, yes. to him. Oh, yeah, that, that's that good. So anyway, so Donald Sumter, cool with that one. Garrow, yeah. this one's I. This one was because I couldn't think of anyone else, and he just, like his image kind of cropped up in terms of aesthetic. But I don't think it'd suit the actor would suit the role. So Garrow, well, I went for Michael Chiklis, who's the guy that plays oh, the yeah. thing in uh, the Fantastic Four films, and he was in some of the TV shows. He was in fucking, is it Dragnet? Yeah, it was an American TV series, a uh, cop show. Yeah. Oh, what was it called? The Shield? The Shield? The Shield. Yeah, it was The Shield, yeah, it wasn't it. Dragnet. Actually, yeah, that, he's not a bad punt for Garrow. He's got the right-shaped head. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it was. I, 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 was, the, the, like, like I remember the, I was trying, I was thinking of the potato. artwork for him. I was thinking of the artwork for Actually, Garrow and that kind of image. If, kind you've, of seen, out of me. Um, if you've seen Gotham, yeah. the Gotham oh, yeah. TV show, uh, he basically yeah, plays non-power-armoured Garrow in that. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, well, there we go then. Yeah. Good gotcha. That's no, not no, bad. No, yeah. two, two for three for me so far. That's, that's pretty good so far. Uh, and then obviously I've added Latara Sarri, which is by the Jennifer Connolly or Eve Green. Now, yeah. onto the Primarchs, because I, I added those characters. I added the Emperor, Malkador, and Garrow because they're quite key to a lot of the story of the heresy. You know, obviously there's a lot of other key characters throughout the heresy story arc, but to me, Garrow is probably the E Marine. Key marine for the story. Uh, if we you're can't have cast an... Garrow if we're not going to cast Loken. But in terms of the, throughout the story as a whole, I'd say Garrow is more intrinsic. You, you could basically have him in a lot of the heresy story at some point as a just a a, a dude. Uh, if you're going outside of the prior, but anyway, other by let's move on to the Primarchs. Now I'm Wait, gonna I'm going to cast him... Zach Efron as Loken. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Just break Sorry, out and just break out into like a high school song halfway through. I'm just, I'm just trolling <laughs> spin. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> right. So for the lion, now I changed my mind on this one uh, a, a, a while back. Uh, I originally had um, the guy plays Thor. I've forgotten his name. Oh, Chris Hem. I had him because uh, I was thinking Thor, and then I thought, you know what? I don't think he pull off. He's it, He's a good actor, but I think he's got too much of a, a comedy background to him to pull off the line seriously. And then I had a bit of inspiration. It was when I uh, was looking for an option for Fulgrim. I think Anthony Starr for the lion, who's the guy that plays uh, Homelander from The Boys. Oh. No, because I. Th- nah. like, if you if you look at if you Google him and come up with some of the images. He's got that kind of like stern look to him, and if you ha- if you imagine him with like the you know the long a longer hair, I think in a beard, he's, some he's got too much of a, a crinkly face. Like when he pulls faces, he's got the he's got the manic fulgrim eyes as well. Oh, that that was my option. What about Leif Schreiber? What well, Schreiber? Uh, Leif, I, I think you see. I think Leif Schreiber's more into the kind of. Uh, I I would have ca- cast him as a Primarch, but I think he's more in the realms of kind of um... Marine. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he's like Perturabo, Liv Schreiber. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a good Perturabo, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that, show. I, I was struggling with Perturabo, actually. 
But leave Schreiber. Man, he's a good actor. Is he? Um, yeah. Does he play fucking Sabretooth at one point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yeah, played yeah, in in yeah, the yeah. crap Wolverine film. In the Origins. Yeah. X Men Origins. Yeah. So, uh, I, any options for the lion? I, I think Jake Gyllenhaal would make a good lion. Really? Do you? Am I, I, am I thinking I, of Jake Gyllenhaal, the, the guy who played Mysterio? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I can't see that. I can't see that. Yeah, I can't see I can't that. See that. Um, I did think for the lion... Um, oh, no, hang on. Bear with... Bear, hold the lion caller. This is the trouble. You, can't, you, you can think of someone, but then you can't remember what the name is yeah, uh, or what, the, with, what they were. Uh, Hang on, hang on. Well, while Dan's doing this, is. I'm going to cast uh, Mike Batista as uh, Abaddon. Oh, hang on, I need to add uh, Abaddon. Really? Yeah, he's got the right shape. Oh, like he doesn't need to act because all all Abaddon does is get angry and smash shit. He's got like he, he's just got the perfect head. He's got the perfect shaped angry head to fit in Terminator armor. Actually, yeah, nah, yeah. Looking at it, looking at it again, yeah. Like that's... ignore, ignore him as Drax, and just think about him as being a small rage. No, I, I was actually thinking about small him in the Bond film. Percent. What Bond film is he in? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the film. The last one that got released. I haven't seen that. Spectre. So uh, who who Spectre, I'm thinking of? So who I'm thinking of for the lion? Is Clive Standen who plays Rollo in the Vikings series? Ooh. I'm not seeing that. So, what was his name yeah, again? Sorry, I, I, Clive, I, Clive I Standen. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. That's a fucking good call. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I'm not that up to date on like newer, newer, but more recent actors. You see, so a lot of my choices are probably like older actors. But yeah, that's 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 probably legit cool. So. And he's a big ass motherfucker as well. He's like he's like six foot four or something. He's a big chap. Yeah, he is. Sturdy fella. Yeah, that's cool. All right, and so for Fulgrim, Lee Pace. Oh, this is good to see the line. Lee, Lee, I, Lee I, I, I think Lee Pace is a really good shout. Anyone need a reminder of who that is? Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Right, who he you, is. you know, uh, Battle of the Five Armies. Yeah, he's the guy. The who guy plays that plays Thandril. Thandril, that is yeah. a good shout. Is Fulgrim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, pretty much you take his Thandril look and just stick him in power armor. Uh, and yeah, wild, yeah. wild, wild and eyes. Just, and, yeah, and give like, him a give him have it, uh, like give him a, like a uh, bit of a crazy look to his eyes. Yeah, that's fair. I, I can see that. Just what you do, what you do is take Thranduil, ram a pineapple up his ass, and have him look at a shit covered <laughs> painting, and it's job done, mission accomplished. Have any of you guys it. seen? I'm just posting in the in the Discord, uh, and this will pretty much give you a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is. Really <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> have any of you guys seen the Spartacus TV series? Yes, yes, yes. A long time ago. So, yeah. so John. Jonathan Manu Bennett, who played Crixus. Yeah. As Loken. Oh, he's in uh, uh, The Expanse. Is he in The Expanse? Uh, is that the, the Crixus is the, like, the, the backstabbing dude, isn't it? No. It's the rival. Oh, hang on. Crixus is the rival in Spartacus. <laughs> but I reckon he'd make a really good Loken. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy that was in, oh, yeah, he was in that fantasy show, wasn't he? Um, oh, I've got the name of it now. He was Deathstroke in um, yes, in Arrow. Is who Logan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably legit. Yeah, good call. So we've got we've got Lee Pace's Fulgrim. Who else have we got? Hang on, let me just write down. What was it? What was that? His name? Uh, Jonathan Manu Bennett. Yeah, Manu Bennett. We've got we've got uh, Clive Standen as the Lion. Right. So uh, for Perth Rabi, we went with Le- Le- Leif Schreiber. Uh, yeah. I struggled. I struggled with one for that one. So uh, that's that one. Uh, now uh, I'm doing these in Legion order. So the next one is. Uh, do you want to start introducing the music, Ross? Oh, for, is... for, for Vin Diesel. For Vin Diesel, for Jack Artai <laughs> Carter. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think There's... we can all agree that uh, Ken Watanabe is probably Ken the Watanabe best choice for probably... this. Yeah, 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 definitely Ken. That's yeah, 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 Pepe. Unless yeah, anyone yeah. could think of, I mean, I, the only other thing I could think of is maybe a more Mongolian actor. Uh, but I don't really know many. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, Spin. I don't know any Mongolian actors. But you know, in terms of that, more more of that region, um, I, I can't yeah. think of any. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think I, Kane Watanabe would pull that one off quite well. I've I've just typed the word Mongolian into Google, and Mongolian cave ducks popped up, and I'm real. Oh mad. no! <laughs> no. So, so the the other option for. Um, for Jagatai, and he was in he was in Last Samurai with Ken Watanabe. Is oh. Hiroyuki Sanada? Oh, yeah, yes. guy, actually, he might be better. I yeah, think he, he was, might be better because he, he was also in um, Westworld and stuff like that. Yeah, he was in the, other, he was in the um, the Wolverine film as well, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think he's pretty. That's a good shout. Even Russ, I've got someone that might be, I don't know, I think he'd work quite well, but I don't think you guys are going to agree. So, Lehman Russ, Carl Urban. As Russ? I think Carl Urban would make a good Primark. Probably not. He's Dawn. Yeah. He's 110% Rogal Dawn. I went with. uh, He's definitely. I I went for um oh what's his name? Oh uh, actually not I've actually not added to the list. Uh Stephen Lang, the guy from Avatar. Uh, I think Carl Urban's a better punt. You see Fair uh, point. for for Lehman Russ, I'd actually go back to the casting of Vikings and I I've, I've not seen Vikings, you see, and I did think this would come up as uh, as Trav- uh, Travis likely. Fimmel. Travis Family is a good Fimmel. show. We need to get Gustav Starsgard in there as someone. Uh, Gustav Skarsgård is definitely um, like um, Othir Weirdmake or something like that. He's one of the rulers. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the I great. Love, great... I love Floki so much. Um, oh fucking hell! Who are the characters from uh, Fury of Magnus? The, the kind of the the, the hunting. Ha- haven't haven't read it. Yeah, we need to be careful. Oh, it's fucking. It's fucking mid. Yeah, I, I know. Mid. I know who you mean, and yeah, he's him. But yeah, he, yeah, I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. There's, essentially, there's a root, there's a, a a space wolf rune priest in um, Fury of Magnus who is Gustav Skarsgård. Yeah, super crazy eyes. Yeah, like fucking yeah. mentalist. Yeah, I am. Con- I'm connected to the bird wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Our weirds <Right>. are connected. <laughs> 
Yes, your my field is yours now. <laughs> <laughs> right, next. So, uh, Dawn. Now gone for Carl oh, Urban. Carl Urban. Mashed yeah, it into no, the call. Yeah. Conrad Kurz. I've got Tom Hiddleston. Oh, you sexy no. bastard. So I, I agree in part. I agree. <laughs> I think I think Tom Hiddleston is Corax, and I think um I, oh. say, I don't I don't agree. I think Tom Hiddleston pulls off the craziness better than he would do with Corax, which is the emo. <sighs> no, but Corax has also fully lost the plot. Uh, yeah, Killian Murphy or Cillian Murphy. Killian, yeah. He 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 has a much see, stronger Corax uh, uh, Night Haunter vibe for me. See, see the per- the person that I could think of who actually yes, true. produced like the most Night Haunter esque performance, but he can't. He can do one part of it. He can't do the other part. Is uh, better not be Jim fucking Carey. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's, um, Joaquin Phoenix in his his Joker role. Like he's oh, got yeah. he's got like he's got like, part of it. But he's not got all of it, and I was like, I, I, I would have picked him. I, I would, I would have picked him as my choice for him. But I was like, you know what? He can't, he can't do everything with it. Like he's too softly spoken. Uh, that yeah. actually helps me with another one. He's got the crazy, but he's he's too softly spoken. He's also, I reckon he could pull off Magnus. You know, hey, wacky Mike. To... That's uh, that's what's his name. Um, that's Mac Mickelson. And I'll broke no argument. <laughs> I, I, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, fucking. Who are we going for, Conrad Kurz? I think Killian Murphy is probably a good shout for him. Yeah, he's he's got Killian, he's got Killian. the full on crazy, and he's got like. I just think of Tom Hiddleston as as Loki, like in a proper like dark moment. Have Have you seen um, Have you seen Peaky Blinders? Not yet, no. Right, there are several moments in Peaky Blinders where Killian Murphy's character. Does just go full Conrad Kurz? Oh, yeah, and he's got he's got like he's got like the sunken cheeks as well. Yeah, yeah, he does. Okay, look that's well. replaced. So uh, next up is Sanguinius. Now, I think there's a lot of options here. Uh, I went with Matthew Good, who plays Oz- Ozymandias in um, Watchmen. You know, oh. yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, uh, I think there's other options that, are, that probably got the look. I think he could play the role quite well. Um, the one when we were talking about this last time, I Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, Sanguinius. Oh yeah, Sanguinius. Oh, actually, yeah, the guy from True Blood. Yeah, guy from True Blood. Yeah, no, that that's yeah, a really that, yeah. fucking good job. Uh, I don't gonna, think I don't think I know him. I'm going to hit Discord with it for he, you, so he's, you can. I've I'll, I'll googled him. He's he's oh, one right. of he's Apparently one he of the at yeah. one point. Yeah, he's one of the Scarsgard dynasty. Like, it feels like, yeah. it feels right to have a Scarsgard in there at least one. Yeah, well, um, I mean we've cast we cast Floki already as the the weird guy. So yeah, uh, Alexander Scarsgard, we're going for that, are we? Yeah. yeah, I think Alex has yeah, yeah, That's fair. Like I said, I've not seen him or anything, so I can't really comment. But uh, like I said, Matthew Good seemed to be the best option at the time. So Alexander. They both have that very, um, very high cheekboned, like, they're, yeah, they're, boy. Very, they're very similar. Yeah. Having seen Alexander Skarsgård in, uh, in True Blood, like, he is a weird 
but I've seen him in other stuff as well. But in True Blood, he goes from nicey nicey to super hor- like super yeah. angry, in, in like the same way Sanguinius does I, in a lot of. The, nice, lot if of I'd fiction. seen that, I probably would have. Yeah, I probably agree yeah. on that. If that's, yeah, I, I, I've not seen the actor, so I couldn't. Right, uh, next one be- I struggled with. The best part is, of course, you can cast his brother, Bill Skarsgård, as somebody like... Um, oh, Avaris? No, the Blood Terror. Oh, the Sanguine. The Sanguine, or... or oh, uh, Amit. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Bill, Bill Skarsgård, his brother, could be, like, one of the, one of the, the kind of... Like, the, one of the Marines. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, next hey, one. I struggled on. with this one. Um... Uh, I, I, I picked an actor, uh, but I didn't. I don't know if I agree with it. Ferris Manus. I went for Russell Crowe, but I don't. I'm not not convinced. I mean, I, I couldn't give a fuck because he gets his head cut off. In, uh, <laughs> Ferris Manus played by blank space. <laughs> <laughs> played by Louis the <laughs> Sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't think of anyone to kind of fill that role, uh, so I went with Russell Crowe. And I, I, yeah, not sure. Uh, it's weird, it's isn't it? Because it doesn't get much screen time. No. Uh, you know what? Actually, you know what I'd I mean? cast I'd cast Ben Affleck as um, Ferris Manus. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, have you seen him in, in uh, the DC stuff? Yeah, like he's, he's the... out. No, but it's it's the dark, brooding like. Um... Isn't Ferris Manus bold as well? Yeah, but I mean, the... no, just, I was just it's a general Shave question. Or he no, no, he has uh, hair, doesn't he? He's got short hair. Oh, he? What, what about something like Josh Brolin? Oh, that's like, not a bad shout. Re- real stern looks like that is not a bad yeah. shout. That's not bad at all, actually. Although, once again, I reckon he could probably play Magnus quite well. Really, Josh Brolin as Magnus? Yeah, I think about Thanos. Yeah, but Ma- that, but Thanos is more like he is he is much more a brawler than Magnus is. I'm just thinking about the facial kind of like aesthetic, the massive chip. I'm leaning I'm leaning yeah. into Josh Brolin for uh, Ferris Manus. Manus no, that's cool. Okay, yeah, that's like cool, look, but... him as Cable looks a lot like Ferris Manus. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. So, Ferris, uh, Josh Brolin. So he's pissed off all the time, isn't he? So yes, he is permanently pissed. Right, off. Uh, Angron. Now this is this is going to be controversial because I don't think he's quite got the aesthetic for it, but I reckon he could pull it off quite well. So Angron, I've got John Bernthal, who plays the Punisher. Ooh. Oh no, I'm f- I'm fully on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. think. I, I, I thought there was a lot of options that for, for potentially for Angron, or quite a couple of options. But I think he'd play the character really well. Yeah, honestly, like he's such a good actor as well. Yeah, like, that, that was kind of what it was. It was just like he could. After you know, you have to see him in Punisher, and I've seen him in a couple of other things. He he plays a lot of good stuff. Have you guys I seen could, Le Mans '66? No, he's in that as could, well. I could just see him with like the prosthetic nails, like yeah. the, and like, just the, like the just like pure anger like when he just kicks off like he's unstoppable like i, I could just see that so cool yeah, but right, he'd also go. do like the quiet moments that angron has you know when angron almost claws back his uh like his yeah. old personality and he's like 
quiet, but there's always that simmering rage just underneath. Like he does that in the Punisher so well. Like yeah. so that is a fucking inspired call, my man. That is top right. work. Right. Uh Gulliman's next. Now I know we talked about others. The, the choice I went for at the as I did this list, because others had been taken already, uh, it was Aaron Eckhart who plays Two Face in the Batman films. Not bad shout, actually. Yeah, oh. I can kind of see. It. I still think Henry Cavill is a hundred percent. I think. I think now that we've yeah, now that we've freed up uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, I'm going to swap it to that. So, so while looking stuff up, I found somebody's fan art of Sanguinius, and he's literally done him as Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> He has. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Fair. Yeah, that's how exactly. You know what? I think, I think that's one of the things. Uh, now I've seen who you talk, like the actor and whatnot, and the image. Sanguinus is always, immediately brings to mind like the angelic looks and all that. But uh, it, it's that darkness that he's got inside him that needs yeah. to come across, doesn't it? And I think that you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely bang on with that. I think you pull that off quite well. Cool. Okay, so where were we? So, uh, Matarian. I went with Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, I think Christian yeah. Bale is a good, a good show. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, it, I think it'd also be a nice kind of like counter to the fact that he was up against uh, uh, Bane in Batman's, and this time he gets to wear the mask. Also, he's already got Batman voice down. So Batman yeah. voice. He's also got like the like the emaciated look. To, you know, he did in um, uh, the, machinist the Machinist as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, Magnus. I struggled with this one. I put cover patch, but uh, I don't. I don't. Mads agree. Mikkelsen, my man. Matt yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to go with your option on that one because I couldn't really think of anyone. I'm just going to look him up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, I've forgotten who it was. Uh, next, I, Horace Lupical. I've gone, I'm sticking with Mark Strong on this one, personally. Yeah, Mark Strong, he is Horace. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, yeah, we'll I mean the, so that, that fan art I found. Oh, here we go. They'd, they'd also <laughs> done a Horace. Yeah, but Mark so Strong next... as Horace also matches really well with Batista as Abaddon because he's just a smaller rage potato. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pure steroids yeah. and anger. Yeah. In fact, you know what? Have you, have you, have you all seen um, the new Blade Runner that they did? No. 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 Batista's in that, and yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that as well. He's also in Dune. He Holy shit! That is Mark film. Strong. Yeah, there's Mark Strong. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, yeah, okay. you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, next is Lorgar. Now, I picked uh, Tom Hardy. No, who did we have as Lorgar before? Uh, you see, a lot of people suggest uh, what's his name, but you know, the, the guy that the one of the thousands char- characters is based off. Come on, um, Ben King's name there. Yeah, but a lot of people recommend him for Lorgar, but I don't think I think he's been, he's no. Amon, so he couldn't be Lorgar. We had um, we had someone. Didn't bear we? With, I can't. Bear with. Uh, there's a there's a really good uh, um, Arabic actor. I think will work for this. Uh, let me just find Ooh, his name. That's a good call. Should we move on to the next one while Dan's looking? Yeah. No, Jim, I think Jim Carrey is Erebus. I think I'm onto something. <laughs> 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 uh, right next it would be uh, well Dan's looking for Lorgar uh, I uh, Vulcan well, is next real life or 
Uh, Vulcan is the next one. Now, uh, I originally went with Idris Elba on this one, but then I thought, you know what? I wonder if Terry Crews would work well because he's kind Ooh. of... Because, I don't know, I think he might have the better look, but he's also, as an actor... Because I see Vulcan as being like the, the likeable one of the group, if that makes sense. Like the, you know, the, <laughs> the only thing that I can't get out of my head... The only thing that I can't get out of my head is if, like... Uh, Vulcan's in his forge, and then, then he's just like bouncing his pecs, just like <laughs> yeah, what, what controlling, uh, 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 the, uh, uh, controlling uh, uh, the hammer, like with like, <laughs> like, with the drums. I saw I saw a meme the other day where it was like once the Night Haunter got Vulcan back to the Nightfall, and he tormented him and killed him over and over again until eventually he gave him the hammer and like teased him that the teleporter Homer didn't work, and then Vulcan turned around and went, "But brother, you forget, it's still a hammer." Yes. Absolutely whooped him. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Terry Crews is a, is a bit of an out there one. I don't know. I think it no. was maybe. So there's a there's a French actor called Omar Sy. Uh, he's oh, in uh, he's in a range of stuff. He's in. Um, do you remember a film they did with? Um, yeah, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Having just What's googled him, you are you are correct. What's he from? So yeah, it's in it's in, a, it's in a Netflix series called um, uh, Lupin, which is about uh, it's like a right. drama thing. But it's also in the French version, which is the first version of um, it's called Untouchable, which is the uh, oh god shit, what's the film called? It's called. Is uh, it in that meme? I don't know. No, he's not. He's not a meme. It looks like, it looks like that guy to me. But uh, yeah, I think you call. I think you're right there. I think yeah. he's spot on for uh, that role. So going back to Lorgar, there's an actor called Khaled Al Nabawi, and he was the um, his um, Saladin's um, uh, imam from um, the Kingdom of Heaven. Let me post a photo so you can oh. see what I mean. You got to imagine him without a beard. <laughs> hang on, yeah, hang on, I'll hang see on. that in the, dis- in the Discord. In the Discord, there you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I can see him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah without, like, say, without the beard. Yeah, without shave the beard off. But yeah, boom, they got you got you got Lorgar right there. And who did oh, we have as Corferon? Oh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, I like I like this. I like these like actors that you don't you don't see in like mainstream stuff. You know what, Cor? Yeah. Actually, while I'm looking at Kingdom of Heaven, an actor's court that I reckon could play Corferon quite well. Who? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's Jeremy Irons. Cat. Yeah, that's not a bad shout at all. Like, I've just been looking at Kingdom, like Kingdom of Heaven uh, images came up, and Jeremy Irons popped up. And thought, you know what? He'd fucking make a good Corferon, I reckon. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, he'd make a pretty good Corferon. Yeah. Uh, see, when when we were originally thinking of this stuff. Um, I was reading Master of Mankind, and um, I put in my head Gary Oldman as Arkenland. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a quality yes. shout. That is. That's fucking Gary Oldman. Right, Arkenland is still one of my favourite characters from from that into- from that whole book. Mm-hmm. Just because of how few shits he gives about everything. 
you know apart what? from his own I've survival. Updated the list to include Ark and Land purely for that fact that Gary Oldman is perfect. And uh, in my opinion, Gary Oldman should be in every film. Yeah, ever. he should be. That he <laughs> is played. Everything he's played has been made a film. But Wait, even, there is no way that even, he was in Blade. Uh, no. I think was he, he was. in Blade? Not that I'm aware of. He, he, even that shit film, Lost in Space, was only good because of Gary Oldman. So he's next on the Primark list. Oh, sorry. Oh, someone right. that's uh, fucking photoshopped. So you know in the second Blade film, there's the old vampire. Someone photoshopped Gary Oldman to look like it, and it confused me real bad. <laughs> oh, because he's because well, he was in Dracula, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, next. So we've got uh, Omar Sy as Balkan. Uh, I've got... Right, This is you're going to hate this one, but I picked it because of recent events. Korax as Robert Patterson. I'm seeing the latest Batman trailer. I, I don't see it myself. I, I'm literally going on the latest Batman trailer. That's all I was going on. But I think we've after taking out... Um, Tom Hiddleston. I think Tom Hiddleston fits better as um, Corax. Yeah. Sorted. And then the last one is Alfaris, who's quite clearly Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg on the same <laughs> road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've already yeah, yeah. established that. And literally, if in the film we don't get a Matt Damon. <laughs> 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 I mean, what I would like it to be is just he's armoured the entire time, helmet and everything throughout the entire film. And right at the end, the last words are just out of his robotic voice of Mad Damon. And that's it. <laughs> end of the film. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Alfaris. I'm Alfaris. Mad Damon. <laughs> all as one. All as one. <laughs> just like Mad Damon. <laughs> and then just one guy. And then, then Obey God in the background going, I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> you know what uh, we I'm missed? Got, uh, we missed an absolute sitter in making the Emperor CG and having fucking Morgan Freeman voice him. <laughs> I did wonder why that earlier. James L. Jones. Yeah, James L. Jones is Morgan Freeman though. Morgan no, God is no, literally God. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman's Morgan Freeman, but James L. Jones is more is the is the originator of Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah that's true. Actually, Morgan Freeman yeah. should be the narrator of the film. James L. Jones is the voice of God. He, he's the guy that says at the beginning, "I was there the day that Horus killed the Emperor." Yes, yes. he reads. You know, at the beginning of every heresy, like every story, and it gives you the preface, and it talks about yeah. the heresy. <laughs> I could, I, that's a pretty good list, I reckon. I'd, I, yeah, I'd like that. I, I'd watch that I really want to get film. Patrick Stewart in there somehow. There was a couple of actors oh. I, I was like... Kirill oh, Sinderman dude. is clearly Patrick Stewart. Oh, that's fucking genius! Kirill Sinderman. We're doing it just because we have to, more than anything else. We, might we need to a... stop, otherwise we'll eventually cast every character. <laughs> like, fucking, if Keanu Reeves isn't John Grammaticus, I'll be, I'll be fucking... John Grammaticus? Actually, you know what? I think he'd be an old person. No, because he's, he's described it being in the... Oh, old person? Yeah. 
Old person's not nearly Mary Sue enough. Like, John Romanticus has John Wick vibes. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, how is... What? No, John, John Grammaticus has, has literally had his dog killed in several lifetimes. And, yeah, <laughs> come back for vengeance. Hey, I, I think... I, I, uh, see, I, I can't say anything about spoiling something, so, yeah. What about Medusan? Oh. What do you mean, yeah. who? Medusan? Shadrach, Shadrach Medusan. Oh, Shadrach Medusan, sorry. Medusan. Uh, I don't think he's been Ray here. fucking purchase. <laughs> That's how autumn refers to fucking Medusa. You know who we need? We need the saint, don't we? Realistically, as well. I've got a name. Oh, Franti Keeler. Keeler. Who would be Franti Keeler? Oh, the the girl that plays Shuri. No, you no, see, no, I no. was I was going to suggest. Oh, actually, is she? Is she coloured in? It's 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 Julianne Moore. Fucking Julianne Moore, man. Don't just. Don't I was going to go with um, either uh, Tilda Swindon. Oh. Or I mean, she's black, so is she? Yeah, um, Mercedes Ollerton is. Oh no, it's Mercedes Ollerton. I'm thinking. I was say, yeah, yeah, read to say, there isn't. Uh, or uh, what's the name? Who plays the, um, the elf woman in Lord of the Rings? Oh, Ivan Kate, Kate um, Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Oh, it's, in Lord of the Ju- Rings, I thought. Yeah, it's, Juli- it's Julianne Moore, and you can all get in the fucking bin if it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google who Julianne Moore is. She's it's fair. It's fair. Hottest woman on the fucking planet is what she is. Oh, you are. Mm, mm, I can see it. I can see it. Don't give me that shit. Like, like you wouldn't ride a like sea biscuit. <laughs> there we go. So what I'll do, uh, I will. Hang on, have we just lost the recording? Dan, no, Dan just oh, exiled Dan. himself to Among Us. No, it's right. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan yeeted himself to the wrong chat. <laughs> <laughs> right, what I'll do then? Uh, after this, I'll post the destroyer core. I basically listing these characters. So the characters are. The Emperor, Malkador, Garrow, Abaddon, Loken, Latara Sarin, Arkan Land, uh, Kira Sunderman, Euphrati Keela, and then the Primarchs. And I'm going to put a list up and see what other people come up with as options before we release this episode. Yeah, there could be some really see, good ones. I mean, just I'll see what other people come up with. At least one Vin yeah. Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> We've not got Vin Diesel. We've not got Vin Diesel. We've got honorary Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, you know who he'd be? He'd be one of the Quinzar. actual... He's the captain. Yeah. He's the first <laughs> captain. <laughs> but the thing is, what he'd do, he'd be wearing Terminator armor while riding the bike. No, he just, no, he just drifts his Terminator armor. Everywhere he goes, <laughs> he's just moving sideways. <laughs> he's got Heelys on. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what'll happen though. No, what'll happen is that he'll turn up. He'll come power sliding on his bike, get off, take the top of his uh, uh, Terminator armor off, and he'd be wearing like a tank top type thing, or like a vest top. White scars <laughs> tank top with the little uh, vest symbol top. in the middle of it. Yeah. Top of bed. Oh my god! Just opens oh. a bit on the back of the command throne. Wait. Yeah. Vin Diesel, Khan. 
Yeah, oh my god, can't the betrayer is Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, here we go. Can't the yeah. betrayer is Vin Diesel. Can't the betrayer <laughs> literally has power armor tank top. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm adding I'm adding I'm adding card. That, what I really like about this is because when we originally came up with this uh, this part of the show, it was meant to be pick a story. We each pick a story, a couple of characters for it, and I I struggled with that because yeah. the story I want to pick is from Saturnine, and I obviously can't use that because it is a fucking amazing story. But hopefully, when you guys caught up, you'll understand. I've caught up. I'm um, caught up. Yeah, but Ross hasn't. Fuck you guys. I haven't read that. <laughs> <laughs> you slow ass bastard. Right. Okay. No, look, you call me a slow ass bastard. I, ex- I explained this to, to Spin the other day. Every time I pick a book up, my anxiety spikes like a bitch. And I don't know why. And it's making it real hard to read. So stop giving me shit, guys. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, worthy to read this book. <laughs> oh, oof. Oh, that, that, <laughs> Damn, damn. Hey, uh, uh, I, 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 I'll message um, Dan and uh, Ollie separately then, or in the STL uh, group, and uh, say and uh, tell you which story I would have picked. Because uh, why the sure fuck you... are in the STL group? This is this is exclusion <laughs> of the highest order. It's so we can organise all the stash. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is for. It's yeah, just so it's, just the, it's just the stuff. They was, happen to be in the same group together. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll message you what my st- the story I would have picked for this because I think you'll agree it's a fucking cool story. I, I, I do think on the basis that we've just picked uh, Khan, we should maybe pick an Argle Tal before we round this out. Oh, this is going to hurt we, me. We, we, we haven't picked Erebus either. I mean, fuck, fuck Erebus. Erebus. Yeah, he's no Erebus is Gem Carry. We did it. <laughs> yeah, job's on. Uh, I'll go yeah, tell then. I don't have an image for I'll go tell. No, this Argo is going to make tell. me real sad, though. See, see, the no, other thing we said before. Erebus is that homelander. Oh, there's a precious I, I... little angel, and we should have protected him, and we didn't. <laughs> the, the thing we we said before when we were coming up with uh, who could play Alpharius was have him as different actors in every single scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and it's, and it's like it goes from like I don't know. Tom Hanks into Danny DeVito, like it just <laughs> it just like cuts away and then comes Danny back. Danny DeVito. I saw when I was looking this up on the internet. It was uh, what's the name? Who uh, from uh, Con Air? Oh, <laughs> oh, um, oh, fucking, fucking hell! Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage is Alpharius because he's always just everyone else. Yep. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> Argle Town, Tom Hardy with the Venom vibe. Oh, oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. See, I was trying to think um, who Tom Hardy could be, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like. We, I mean, we've totally got to get Tom Hardy into this somehow. Yeah. yeah, we have got a very good selection of actors here, and I like some of the uh, the left field ones, like your Khaled El Nabawi and Omar Sy. I like, I like the the the, the those actors who've uh, got in there because, and Travis Fimmel, you know, the, 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 there's some good stuff here. It's quality right. work, man. It's fucking quality. Yeah. Right. I think we're about done there. That's that section over. Just before we round out, um, as you guys know, in the podcast, but the listeners don't, my fiance runs a business called Vintage Charms. I think most of you have had dice bags and stuff from her. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, got um, a cool Iron Warriors one. Very yeah, cool. So 
we were chatting, and basically she's suggested that we partner up in Ooh. business as well as in bed. So she said that if uh, anyone who's listening goes and finds her Facebook page, Vintage Charms, and uses the uh, the code Phosphex Party, she will do 20% off any geek-related items. So she does dice bags, but she also does, like, dice jewelry and stuff. So if you guys want to check her out, do that, and use the Phosphex code, Phosphex Party code, and you'll get a discount. Oh, cool. But um, the link... Uh, so when we release the episode, we'll put the link in the um, description. Yeah, description. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, legit. Um, and oh, basically, you guys will that. help pay for my wedding. So order dice bags. <laughs> yes, boss, I can get on with that. Uh, and but you guys have got them, haven't you? Spin, you've got a yeah, I've got an Iron Warriors one. one. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Ollie's got one. I might have to get her to make Ollie a Night Lord's one. Oh yeah, lovely navy blue one. Oh, just had uh, Big Joe uh, message me. Uh, he's come up with a uh, an, an epic list he wants to run. Oh, excellent! Uh, Get everyone into epic, epic. Her- epic, her- epic heresy list. Right, I've done the plug. Cool. We've we've casted the heresy. Uh, can, I, can I just say a massive thank you to Ollie for coming on and uh, yeah. being a, a highly vent- valued member of the Phosphex Party team. We might have to get him on more often. It was great. We didn't have yes. to corral you into one tiny segment like we do everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> let's face it, when we get Pencil Dick on, he's a fucking nightmare. We <laughs> <laughs> should get him back on again, actually. We should get him back we on. Should get, we need to get Pencil Dick on to talk about the crazy shit that he's doing. Yeah, when, he starts, when he starts doing crazy shit related to heresy, then we'll get him on. That's what I said yeah, to him. I was like, "Would you do a, do a painting video that's got heresy on it? Yeah, and make a we, link share. We know it's coming, so uh, yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, yeah. So thanks, thanks for coming on, Ollie. Uh, it's been a yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. We've loved that having you on. No yeah, problem. it was great. Uh, just great. Print, print more of our shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll, print my shit. I'll I'll squeeze it in in the downtime, which is like never. <laughs> yeah, but Ollie, you know you you know the mistake you made there. You sold your other printer that could have been used on the downtime. I mean, I've already been looking at a new printer. You know what? <laughs> we need to tell everyone what Ollie's name is in the 69th fleet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for the a few people have heard us mention the 69th fleet in a vast the 69th expeditionary fleet is what we call our. Um, our WhatsApp group, our, or our Signal group, as it is now. It's the local um, group. It's the local gaming group, isn't it? For and a few of us group. have got stupid nicknames. Like for what? For some dumb reason, I'm Lemon Ross. Like I That's don't. My get fault. It. You're Lemon Russ. Am I Lemon yeah. Russ? Lemon Russ. For yes. sake. And um, that's just because uh, I called you it in my phone ages ago, and everyone's kind of caught on. Uh, Nick's Nick's called Nicky No Nuts. Oh no, he's too pumped, Nick, for me. He's to the, me, he's, he's Dustbuster, Nick. Yeah, he's the Dustbuster. In my phone. <laughs> See, I, I had him as the Dustbuster originally, then I kept forgetting who it was, so I had to give call him Dustbuster, Nick. Pencil, Dick. Uh, it's, uh, I've got uh, uh, Alistair is Cornflake in mine. Oh, yes, he's he, he's Alan, but spelled Allah. And yeah, he's both. <laughs> a double A H N. Throwback from when got... he was Jihadi Ali. <laughs> yeah. We've got yeah. 
Then we've got Fabricator General Keith. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He literally yeah, yeah, builds everything for us. He does. Uh, he does you, Dan, for say, my phone, I can't remember why, but you called Demanual. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you're the walking manual. You're the, you're the walking rule book, that's why. Ah, Demanual. Yeah, get it. Get what it, the get fuck it. is it that Alan calls him that literally no one else calls him? Spaniel. Nothing. Spaniel the Spaniel. He brings it up every so often, and every time he mentions it, everyone gives everyone fucking gives him smoke for it. But he never. Oh, stops. I need to learn how to make gifs, like how to edit gifs, because I want to make that one. If next time he does it, I'm just going to go do the gif of. We're not. We're not trying to make. Stop trying to make spaniel happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ollie in our chat is the Ollie sire. The Ollie sire. He, he is the machine god. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely He's also the local murderer, but we don't we don't need to talk about that. Right, I think I think we've sign off and go to bed.